It's going to be fun. I'm so goddamn ready to get a PS5 now, boys. Are you going to get one? I need to play Spider-Man The day we record this, it is Spider-Man 2's Eve. It's yeah. the Eve? We are oh my God, two yeah, hours tomorrow's away. The 20th, isn't it? It's two hours away. I'm going to buy it tomorrow probably. Patrick, you go on Facebook? I'm t- I looked at it this week, like $400, PS5. This has been an insane year for games, and tomorrow's further proof of that because it's Spider-Man 2 and the Super Mario Wonder, <laughs> the new 2D he, one, because kind of like I struggled. fumbled the word. <laughs> the you proof. know what you should do, Patrick? Once you get your PS5, you buy that game, but then what you do is you get the uh, yearly subscription to the PlayStation Not Plus thing, the, the new thing, yeah. which is like you'll have like... A hundred plus games, yeah. PS4 and PS5, to download for free and just not for for free. You pay for the streaming, uh, the subscription fee or whatever. Yeah. But it's like a hundred dollars a year, hundred twenty a year. You can finally play God of War. You can play God of War. Last of Us Two. So yeah, behind. and um, uh, the Horizon Zero Dawn Horizon games Zero are on Dawn there. Is, uh, Ghost Guardians, of Tsushima Guardians of the Galaxy, the new ones, just on there. Oh, okay. Isn't Uncharted on there? Yeah, the, I played all the so, games. The Last of Us is on there. There's so many games on there that are just like kind of like oh, like free to stream, download. Yeah. Apparently, the new PS5 model they just announced recently oh, the, slim, the right? slim thing is supposed to be coming this year and the rumor or the leak that just happened today is that there's going to be a bundle like Spider-Man? with spider-man 2 mm. so in theory you could just get the bundle I with mean, if i'm gonna get a ps5 it, might as well get the newest hardware right the slim would be cheaper than the that's actually original? been kind of pissing some people off is the slim is basically on par it's not cheaper at all. The other ones, not it's like fifty dollars. Really. Well, it's the way it's annoying people too because it's the thing that comes with like the detachable disc drive. So like oh, the thing that you put discs into, yeah. you can take it on and off. That's so there's cool. why one. Do people, why do people not like that? Well, it's just kind of like nickel and diming PS PlayStation shit. Where it's, I think it's like this is like maybe even American prices, but I think it's like four fifty. For That's American for sure. It's yeah. four fifty for the one that comes with the detachable disc yeah. thing. You could buy the one without, which is only four hundred. So that would but be, that if would you want to buy the disc yeah. thing, mm. it's eighty dollars. Oh. For the disc thing by itself. Why would anyone buy the Touchable. Well, that's the thing. They're mm. kind of like enticing yeah. you of like mm. spend four fifty and get it with the disc drive. Oh, I see. Or spend four hundred plus eighty to get it yeah. afterwards. I see. So then it's like thirty dollars more. But that's also if you care about sure physical like having the but disc slot i think usually when it comes to like consoles and shit like that i found that like it's to convert to the canadians like 200 dollars more basically so i think like when if it's like four 400 there or like 399 there it'll be like 599 here yeah for something the, like for that. the slim without without the disc drive or whatever you wouldn't i'm sure you wouldn't really care for a disc drive to I, be don't, honest. I don't think i need and it also you're, it depends too because for all you know like when the new one comes out because they've also said that the ps5 as it is right now when that runs out they're not making any more of those like yeah. it's just going to be this new slim one so there's also a there's a chance that like if you wait till the new ones out by christmas like the ones that are out now that people are trying to sell might be slightly discounted if you're going like with a used or one. they or they go this is uh, a not getting item. yeah collector is not getting made yeah. anymore. Yeah. We're gonna raise the. How are you? I just do what Malcolm was saying and just try to find one that's like in good condition that's on Facebook. Yeah, because you don't necessarily need a brand spanking no. new one as long as it. If someone, if someone want it, if you want it, then by all means, I'm the, I'm the same. I want to outperform all of your PS. Well, outperform. Are you saying the slim one you want? Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah, that'd and be then cool. You can get the Spider-Man two. Maybe the speed would outperform. Yeah. Sure. Nothing online. Is it better spec wise, or is it just like a slimmer model? I think the only difference is it has a terabyte hard drive space instead of like 750 or whatever the fuck the base oh. ps5 okay. is so it's more storage what, what did he get me from california again you got what me did a i shirt, get you right? i got you the warner brothers shirt yeah nice. it's a very random thing to Who say is it? 
I didn't lose it. I'm just I was looking at the hat and I was like, that's pretty cool. Anyway, I know but, uh, um, I know <laughs> I know Malcolm's first topic involves food and we don't want it to get cold. Yeah, we don't want to dilly dally here. But so long right. story short, Spider Man two, Mario's out tomorrow too, and a week is on the way too. Patrick's it's a fucking great year to be games. Patrick's cheap. Patrick's cheap. I want to get Patrick's cheap. Start the show. Patrick's cheap. Start the show. Welcome back to episode 32 of Wildly Adequate, the show about anything, everything, usually nothing. You get the gist by now. Uh, I am (laughs) one quarter of your hosting crew, Mr. Matthew Arso, and I am joined, as always. So I was editing the episode that's coming out. That's not your name. I was editing the episode that's coming out this Saturday, and when I introduced myself in that episode, Mark goes, why do you say your full name? And every single time without fail, he says, Mr. Matthew Arso. So why... Oh, like, why are you pointing me out? Yeah, oh, I didn't realize that. I don't know if I always toss in the Mister. Do I? I guess I have almost every I guess I time. have. Uh, I guess I have hate in my heart for you specifically. <laughs> <laughs> so who are you? <laughs> kind of like that guy with my with my dad That's last right. week. Yeah. <laughs> you should say your middle names as well. <laughs> Patrick George Fahim. There we go. Okay, Mark. <laughs> Malcolm. And gang's all here. Malcolm, please take us away. I'm excited. All right. I got. Twelve chicken tenders here from Popeyes. Little oh. Popeyes yummy tenders. Are we gonna get to eat all of them? I mean, obviously we're gonna have to split them because you know, twelve, four, three each. Um, yeah, that's, that's cool. So what we're gonna I have mean, to I do is, I want each of us to take one tender at the beginning, mm-hmm. take just a neutral bite and no sauce, mm-hmm. and rate it on a scale of one to ten. Mm. And then, with the rest of the tenders, we're gonna take the two tenders that we each have each, mm. split them in half, and mm. then use each half to dip into each sauce. And then I want us to rate. Each sauce on a scale of one to ten. I okay. already know which one. Can you explain I'm to me what sauces we have here yeah, show, today? Show we have blackened ranch. My only one I've ever had, and my favorite. We have yeah. wild honey mustard. Interesting. They have just ranch. We have bold barbecue mm-hmm. and okay. buttermilk ranch. Buttermilk. That buttermilk. sounds now, good. I'm, cu- I'm curious to see which one's better between the buttermilk and the blackened. Mm. Before we get into this, yeah. One of the driving reasons as to why I think Popeyes is not here we go. all that. Is and it, and this is actually crazy. The more I think about it, okay. they don't offer a sweet and sour sauce. Cares. They don't offer it. Who does? And that's how. Let's move on. Who does offer sweet and sour? And that's how. <laughs> that's how God intended fried chicken to be eaten. No, He didn't. You know why? <laughs> sour sauce? Because not most most chicken places don't have a sweet KFC and sour sauce. He has a plum sauce, which is. It's okay, version I, of a sweet and sour sauce. People, with chicken, Harvey's has a sweet and sour sauce. I, I'm not giving shit about Mary Harvey's. Brown's has a sweet Just and sour they sauce. Just have them doesn't mean that it's like this is the this is the one. I know, but I'm saying like when you think of chicken dipping sauces, you have like barbecues like up there, and then you have ketchup, and then you have like ranch, and those are like the most popular. So like I'm not saying it's like you know I'm just saying. I don't even know what I'm what saying. What are you saying? I think you're <laughs> I correct in that Popeyes might be the outlier. However, it's not like they're missing like ketchup. Yeah. Is yeah. I guess what I'm saying. It's, it's, pretty, pretty, it's pretty much missing ketchup. Maddie, well, Maddie just dragged my mind and now that's exactly what I was trying to say. It's it's not like they're missing like a core. My my point my point is is that people don't actually know. Oh my god, that's twelve? It's oh, like fifty 12. in there. The oh baby. That's okay, we'll right. take it. I want everybody to take one and take a bite. Raw dog. Oh my god. Uh, I'm gonna say from the outset, I am not a Popeyes person. Mm. These are still piping hot. As somebody who enjoys Popeye's tenders, this is the shit. I also enjoy Popeye's tenders. Try not to enjoy Come Patrick. On. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Just finish, just finish the whole thing. It's, a, it's a solid piece of white meat. Eat mm -hmm. the whole thing? Yeah, I'm eating this whole fucking thing. I really don't want to. Why? Why? I know my rating right off the bat. 5.5 out of 10. Okay. That's You're my crazy. rating. And oh. that's my honest to God. KFC tender. Like KFC is easily raw. I haven't. I don't think I've had one raw. I think I've every single one I've had has been dipped in sweet in the plum sauce. I'm, like, is, I'm not gonna lie. The thing to you. is, is that this is good raw. Nothing on mm -hmm. it. This is this is scary mediocre raw. Okay. Well. Okay. My score for the plain chicken strip from Popeyes is a seven point five. Okay. I have to ask, what are we rank? I know it's out of ten, but like in what sense? Like just how good it is for you compared Flavor. to other fried chicken. So right? just by itself, it's like, like this tender. Like okay. to me, that was like really nothing. Good, nothing but... is by itself. You the the only way to rate I mean, something is you're... in relation to other I mean, things. You can't rate true. something in a but vacuum. You're rating it by separately from all the other ones, but you're comparing it to. Them. I'm not even thinking. Sure. I'm just thinking how much did I like that? Sure. Seven and a half. That's yeah, an how easy gauge. It. I understand. That's an easy seven five. Me as well. Compared to other, all other chicken, chicken ten, uh, fried chicken tenders. That's a seven five. Okay, five, five, five. Let's just leave it at that. Five, one, five. It's a seven, eight for me. Seven, interesting, eight. interesting. I like how granular we're getting. All with right, it. now what sauce are we gonna start with? What do we want to start with? I want to start with the. I'm gonna use this. You know what? I would like to save the blackened ranch for last. I want to start with the buttermilk. I want to start with the ranch. I want to start with but the ranch. Let's start buttermilk with buttermilk ranch. ranch. No, I want to start with the regular ranch. There is no Black regular ranch. Just buttermilk. Oh, buttermilk ranch. Start with the buttermilk ranch. Now you'll notice that when you look at the buttermilk, it's like completely white. Whereas the blackened has that kind of mm -hmm. like peppery. Okay. Um, All right, let's get in here. So uh, do you guys right, mind we'll if I like double dip here? No, go ahead. Okay. All right, let me, let's okay. get in here. Can I say one here. thing about Popeyes and their tenders though? Well, yeah, oh, wait. Like most places, I would assume way overpriced. Oh, For sure. Yeah. yeah. You don't want in this general. Was, this is well 30 dollars. Jeez. Can we can we like cheers in the middle before we? Sure. Yeah. Let's gonna dip Oh. We're not. I hope we don't. Not anyone dropping. I hope no one drops. Three, two, one. Cheers, fellas. Mm. <laughs> That's significantly better than the than the raw. I'm gonna double dip here. That's real good. No, again, I'm curious to see how that's gonna compare. Don't finish the whole tenor because you need the other half for the next oh, yeah. one. I'm still on my first one, so I can go crazy. Yeah, yeah, for... Go hey, crazy. That's, hey, that's oily, right? On our tablecloth. Yeah. Oily on our tablecloth. <laughs> what do you want me to do with it? <laughs> Give it in your hand. Put it on my lap. That? For me. Mm -hmm. Eight five. Eight five as well. Six. <laughs> What? What are you talking about? Six. Now consider that you were a five-five before. What's what's the flavor? What's the? F I can't describe what I'm tasting right now. It's like tangy, it's right? It's tangy. It's a weird that like. Tang is good. I'm not crazy about the tang. Really? That's okay. what. It, that's exactly that's what, what I like about it. That's what's bringing it down for me. If I'm being I think, honest, I think really? the tang is. I think the tang is divisive. I think some people are gonna like that. Some people are just gonna dislike the tang. Cause you know what it is. It almost like when I first bit into it, it almost gave me a sense of like I'm eating like candy. Or like a treat. Nah, yeah, I don't I know get why. That. Yeah. That's a little weird. But I'm, <laughs> that's significant. But I'm, uh, I'm gonna be a six on that. The tender so with that is a seven point five for me. Okay. All right. Wow, it really brought it up two points right. for you. Yeah, Next, let's good. go. Wow. You know what? Do you have paper? Do you want to write this down? I do want to write it down. Um, use Mark's phone, bro. My phone's like charging. It's on the floor. It's plugged in. Oh. <sighs> if only we had easy access to that sheet of paper across the room. <laughs> Dude, I'm so hungry. I'm, I'm going to eat this whole thing. I'm going to eat this whole thing. I'm on my second tendy, boys. Oops. This is so crummy. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. We're going to make a mess. So everyone gets three tenders, right? And if you're at home, play along with us. Go out and get a... Pause the podcast. Go out and get a bunch of fucking tenders. That was, uh, buttermilk ranch, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, so I said seven five. Me and you said. So wait, wait, we're rating the the raw one. In the sauce, or are we rating the yeah. sauce? No, the experience. I think it's, experience. it's combined. Yeah, Both combined. the combined experience. Okay, so we had a okay. seven five from yeah. you. I'm gonna I'm gonna change my I'm gonna keep a solid eight for me. Eight, okay, Maddie. Six, please. Six and eight five. Are you taking into account the uh, raw tender? I will after yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, so that that dampened your he's not a sauce guy i keep forgetting he's not a sauce yeah. but i like the black and ranch next spoiler alert, when we get to the black and ranch that's going to elevate the experience wild honey mustard i've never tried it I've never I've tried i'm excited about it. i've never tried any of these except for barbecue i don't wow. remember trying this one okay don't don't eat it yet that's all god yeah, damn malcolm's taking, all of malcolm's taking right, a though. dip or we'll just we'll, tr- we'll eat at the same time i like that the twisty end of yours thanks man it's doing something to me it's getting mark going Boy, you guys are taking these right, fucking dunks. I want. Like, what I if, you, what if it, it tastes like shit? Okay, ready? Yep. Three, All right, here two, we go. one. Salute. Okay. Okay. Mm. That, now, twi- he- that twisty end was not even a little bit chicken. Okay. Now here's the problem with that. I'm not a mustard guy to begin with. That wasn't. I like honey mustard. That wasn't honey mustardy enough. Yeah, that just seems like straight up mustard in a plastic. Patrick, you want to pass me the black and or the buttermilk ranch again so I can dip that? The rest of my tender in there. Yep. Nah, that ain't it, Chief. Hmm. Hmm. Okay, that's my answer. Mm-hmm. What's your answer, Mark? Bro, you took such a big dip that I need to like sink mine so deep to like get Let's anything. If raw was a seven five for me. And the other ranch was eight five. That to me was as good as it was raw. I'd say seven five. Really? Five Nine five, please. Five five. It's an eight. Eight. Higher than the buttermilk. Higher than, I'm the, going, higher than the buttermilk. I'm going six. That, that was, was that was so good. Eating that was I liked it. worse than the raw tender. Are you? Are do you want to just like add up the scores or yeah, like we'll, we'll end, do yeah. it in the end and see how we go? I liked it. I like the smokiness of that. It does have What's a. What's it called? Wild honey mustard. Wild honey mustard. I, it was smoky and it was wild, dude. Bold oh, barbecue. I'm hyped for. I've, ne- I've never tried the barbecue from. He, he, here's my. Here's my. For my next time. Here's my prediction. I think the barbecue is going to be the worst of all of them. I wow. I normally love barbecue sauce. You think but it's going to be basic? I think it's going to be. I think it's going to take away from the experience. I'm not going I think Black and Ranch is going to take it home. Oh God! I, I can't wait. I'm so. I'm ecstatic. Oh, no, Patrick. Wow, Patrick's tender's falling apart. Let's get in there with some barbecue. barbecue. Dip it up. Okay, ready. Hey, bada boo, bada bay. Let's go. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I only got um, skin. Six. My answer is six. Like, uh, I don't think any of you guys could could argue that you want more. Is that what you said? No. It's the worst one for me. Seven. It's the worst one. I was seven five for the raw. Six for the buttermilk. Five, five. Uh, I'll say s- seven. Wow, seven. I like it. I'm going seven as well. I didn't mind the barbecue. Again, I'm not a big barbecue. All this boils down to like you said, Patrick. I'm just not the biggest sauce person, with rare exception. Yeah, that's why I think the audience. That's why I think the audience should disregard all your scores. Patrick Marsh. Seven. Oh, I said six. Seven. Wow. Okay. okay. Seven, okay. seven, six. And I'm the one that loves barbecue sauce the most at this table. I think. Mm. Yeah, I think you do. Probably. I'd buy that. 
All right. Blackened Ranch. Have you tried the Black and Ranch? I haven't, I haven't ever tried. Get ready. Okay, wait. How much tender does everybody have left? I have, I have I'm, my, on my, I'm on my second. I'm on my third. Patrick has a whole tender I am also left on my yourself. third. Are you on your third, Pat, uh, Malcolm? I'm on my third, yeah. Okay, we're so on you third. still have one more. Okay, so Patrick, still, do me a favor. Or everybody, you two, since we're on our last ones, save a little bit of tender for after this just because I have a idea. Okay. okay. Oh, mixing? <laughs> oh, the Black and... Oh, I can't wait. I love it. I love it. It's like the orangey kind this of. Oh, wow. Have you never had the Black and Ranch? Oh, Patrick. This is what I, I get. I don't know if I've had. The KFC one looked different than the other This one. is what I get every time I go to Popeye's. Yeah, a healthy dip. <laughs> healthy ready? dip. Three, two, Good job. One. Oh, fuck. <laughs> now that right there is delicious. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm going to be real. <laughs> Don't lie I, to us. I liked the buttermilk ranch more. I like the buttermilk. It has a more intense flavor. This was very subtle to me. It's good. Can I get that buttermilk, Patrick? Is there anything left in that buttermilk? This is the buttermilk. Honestly, they're both the same for me. They were both really good. Really, really good. <coughs> Malcolm, buttermilk? I'd like an 8-5, please. Try the, try the buttermilk again. Try right. it again. 8-5. I'm also going 8.5. That was my score. I'm for going 5.9. 5.9. Wow. Say 6, you coward. I can't. I can't. It's not better than the, it's Mark. not the same as the barbecue sauce. I said 6 for the barbecue sauce. Dirt. 8? Okay. All right. Uh, that was the worst have, sauce for me. We have our half tender. Okay, I would like to pour all four of these sauces onto this and swirl them up into a paste and then do have it. us do it because, do it. you know, let's be gross. Why not? Get some of your buttermilk on there. This is, is that yours, Patrick? I don't have any left, though. Now. Oh, so that's Did you eat all of yours? Up for grabs, I guess. Okay. You want to split it with me? This hey, Mark, you want to split that with oh. me? Because I only have a sure. small piece left. I'm just going to put this in my mouth. How did you guys get through three? What the heck? Here, so we're going to half. What about Maddie? Doesn't he get some? Shouldn't he get some of that? I think I'm on my third, though. Oh, okay. Oh. Uh, could one of you do me a favor, though, and use your tender to, like, start mixing this shit up? Oh, yeah. Oh, there's so much more black and yeah, ranch that was, and everything that else. Was a, the ratios were off. Hold on. Let me add some more barbecue. Let me get everyone's raw score again. 5.5. 75, please. Mark is like nose. For raw? Yeah. Was it eight? I think it was 7.5. Yeah, it was. Okay. So all of Popeye sauces at once. All the Popeye sauces. Okay. Here we in go. one mega sauce. God awful amalgamation. The mega sauce. That just looks wrong. That just looks abhorrent. Ready? Oh, Three? Yeah. <laughs> Cheers, fellas. I'm sure it'll taste fine. Chicken. Oh. Mainly barbecue, I mean. Honestly, that's really good. It's actually not abhorrent. Yeah, it's better it. than the black and ranch by itself. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I was surprised that much I didn't like the black and ranch. I liked it. It was good, but the buttermilk was better. No you know what this is to me? This is like when I was a kid and I'd take like all the different colored freezies. And like, let them all melt till mm -hmm. they turn to juice, and then just pour all the juices into a glass and just drink it, fucking all the freezy flavors at once. My score is a seven five. For what? For that? Oh, for this? Um, oh, we're ranking. Let's rank yeah, it. Yeah, I'd mm -hmm. say so. Seven five. Six five. Patrick's going for more. Give me one second. I wish we had way more of those. I know. 7.2. Wow. Okay. All right. All right, so let's, let's, tell, let's uh, see what we got here. I'm sure I got this off my head. Let's get some totals. Mark, we need your calculator, dog. I'm getting it up. 
He's adding it up. He, he's going to take a while to add decimals, I think. So while Malcolm does math. <laughs> oh, yeah, he decimals. Here, wait, let me just do it on my phone. There's not many decimals. Once I finish this, there's no more sauce left. Me, 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 me. Uh, I just want a bite. You get a bite as well. Mark a bite. Should you want a bite, well, too? Mark a bite. Take a bite. Malcolm, get in there. He left him no chicken. <laughs> Just breading. Alright. 7.5. Listeners at home, how do you like these food you know topics? What, you know what I just internalized before you say this? We're chewing right into the mic. Before you say this, you know what I just internalized mm-hmm. to the max right now? That was okay. That was pretty good. Popeye's isn't as bad as I always, you know, no, it's not. make it out to be. Mm-hmm. But then I think back to when I had KFC last with the tenders, and I remember their slogan, finger licking good. Mm. They are literally finger licking good. I don't want to lick my fingers right now. I'm mm. like kind of like sick of it. Mm. But with KFC, I have six tenders. I I body them. Okay. I to me, we to K- do the same to me, thing K- to me, do. the more I, like that recent experience I had with KFC makes me push towards the KFC side of it being better over. Like to me, I definitely agree. That oh, the, baby. I definitely agree that the chicken's better overall. I still will die on the hill of the sides being better at Popeyes, mm. but when it comes to down to the important chicken, it's better. The chicken doesn't okay, so matter, baby. Okay, seven, five, eight, six, eight point five. And that, what is that for? Buttermilk Ranch. Okay, so Buttermilk Ranch to- finishes with a total of thirty. Yeah. Uh, okay. Thirty out of a total forty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Seven point five. Yep. Five point five. Yep. Eight. Yep. And six. Seven point five five. Point five eight six is twenty seven. What's that for? Wild honey mustard. Okay. As it should be. Twenty seven. As it should be. Wait, the uh, dull is thirty better than the 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 ranch. Buttermilk is thirty. Buttermilk is ranch. Yeah. Uh, you know what's well, interesting to me, by the way, that after I taste it all, t- uh, tasted all of them, I think I like the honey mustard like about the same as the buttermilk or uh, yeah. the, as the blackened ranch. I agree. Oh, I, agree. I like the honey mustard um, the best. Yeah. Thank Bold barbecue already did. It's twenty seven. Same as wild honey mustard. Tied. Mm. Okay. All right. And then black and ranch is 8.5. Mm. 8.5. Oh, wow. 5.9. Mm. Crazy. And 8. 30.9. Hey, wow. Let's go. So the winner by a very small bro. margin. Are you happy that you gave it that 0. 0.9 to push it All right. It we over? still have. What about the raw dog? Let's do, let's do the raw and the mix. Okay. Mix sauce. Let's do mix sauce first. So 7.5. Okay. 7.5. Okay. 6.5. Okay. And 7.2. Hmm. 28.7. That's pretty close. So That's the true. mix is higher than buttermilk and the wild honey. Yeah. No way the mix is higher than buttermilk ranch. Yeah, mix these is... Two, these two weren't... Mix like, is better than bold barbecue and wild honey mustard. I think that mix is actually better than the bold barbecue, but I don't think it's better than the honey mustard or the buttermilk ranch. What's okay. buttermilk ranch at? Buttermilk ranch is at 30. Oh, it's higher. Okay, cool. And uh, black black and ranch is the highest. What, what's what, what's uh, honey mustard at again? Honey mustard? Yeah. Uh, it's 27. What Ooh. the? F- honey mustard's really good, actually. It's good. so good. Be a bump your score up a little bit. What was my score? I don't know. Let's 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 doctor the numbers. In the crowd. Here. What are our scores for honey <laughs> hush falls over. Mine the was crowd. six. Okay. Maddie's was 5.5. Oh my god. That's why. And then one of you had 7.5, and one of you had eight. I had eight. I, I did I eight. I had 7.5. I would bump it up to an eight. Bump it up. All right. So <laughs> that just makes it 27.5. <laughs> too too late. Okay. okay. Uh, and what was the raw dog? All right. Raw is 5.5. Right. Fucking Weird. insane. Seven point five, eight, and seven point five. Who said eight for raw dog? I did. Yeah, and he you said seven point five. Yeah. I also. Said You're 7. the 5. maniac. 
Uh, they're good. Wait, no, wait. We said 7.5. You said 8. No, no you and me were 7.5 oh. and he was 8. 28.5 higher than... Uh, 8. 8. Wow. 8. 8. Higher than honey mustard. Higher than honey mustard. That's crazy. You know what I will say? Yeah, that is lot. crazy. What I will say is that once we went back to... When there was that little piece of dry chicken after, mm-hmm. it was so bad compared to the dipping. When I started <laughs> yeah. with the regular, I was like, oh, it's fine. I didn't know what I was missing. <laughs> and then when we had the sauces, I was like, this is pretty so good. So now I'm not so when crazy I, for saying 5.5. Uh, for the regular? For the regular, without I any sauce. I think so. I yeah. think that I would be in around a 6.65 six, now that I've had time to think about I it. think I want to try KFC really bad and see what you guys are talking about. KFC's I crazy for KFC let's go right, let's in a thousand right. years, so we need to do this again let's go right like, now. with KFC. Let's go to KFC right now. <laughs> no. <laughs> if you order KFC right now and make it your topic, I'm down. No, no, no. Order, order, order. No, order. no, no, no. Um, well, was there anything else, Malcolm, or was that it? That's it. Best sauce is... Black and ranch. Oh, Let's go. I, you, know, you know what we've learned? Yes. We've learned that ranch is king. Whether blockened or, or buttermilk. Blockened. Block we, <laughs> block we, we didn't include ketchup. <laughs> what is that from? Blocka, blocka. Is that blocka, uh Waka? Waka, flocka, flame. Waka, flocka. Blocka. I go hard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just think of Hannibal Burris doing that on Eric Andre. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but I think that we learned that butter, that like ranch in general is just a really good dipping for... Uh, yeah, I mean, not the best, but you know. It's real good. I mean, from my personal score, your favorite wasn't best. buttermilk. My favorite was honey mustard. Okay, uh, I want to do one more thing. Everyone rank from favorite to least favorite. I'll start. Buttermilk ranch. Okay. And then surprisingly, I'm gonna go honey. That was surprising to me. And then third, I'll go blackened. Fourth, I'll go barbecue. And then fifth, I'll go plain. I'm going buttermilk. Number one. Yeah. And then blackened. Okay. And then honey mustard, then barbecue. So you're the same as me, but just flipping the barbe- the um, honey mustard and the and the yeah. blackened. Honey mustard is at the bottom for you. No, honey mustard second place. Bar- barbecue is at the bottom for him. I'm butter- I barbecue at the bottom. Oh. I'm me too. I'm buttermilk. Then. So what are you? So what are we flipping? We flip. He has blackened. I have, I have blackened third. Oh. You have blackened second. Oh yeah. Blackened, barbecue, yeah. buttermilk, honey mustard. Wait, oh. your bottom two are what? Uh, buttermilk. buttermilk and honey mustard. Those are the two buttermilk. best. Hi, honey, two best. <laughs> honey, must, honey, honey mustard, buttermilk, uh, barbecue, blackened. Kill yourself. Blackened at the bottom. Blackened, yeah. blackened was good though. Blackened I think was that, by I feel far like the you're worst. just being con- a contrarian. You're just like I swear loved, to God, no. I know, but I I also didn't really love blackened. Yeah, yeah. I just thought because they loved it, so like Maddie was like, you know, talking My about honest it. Honest to God, feelings on it. Okay. I think somebody should find you in a dark parking garage at night with a crowbar and have at you. Is that you. someone you? Yeah, do you like your kneecaps? <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways. Okay, bye. Chicken. Okay, bye. Fun stuff. Ladies and gentlemen in the audience, for my topic, if you have kids, please don't let them listen to this topic. And if anybody in the audience has a hot mom, don't let them watch this topic either because I wouldn't want happening? them to I wouldn't want them to think any less of me. Gentlemen, Fuck. Cunt. <laughs> Shit. Piss ass cocksucker. Bastard bitch. Asshole. Taint. Scrotum. I want to talk about swear words. <laughs> I want to talk about some of our he goes, favorite swear words. He says all that. He goes, I want to talk about and something completely <laughs> I want to talk about, you know, Bible studies. No, I want to talk about swear words. I want to oh talk about some God. of our favorite swear words. I want to talk about some of our least favorite swear words. And, you know, kind of like what we think of swear words because I've got thoughts. Um, okay, okay. And, you know, let's just this is, this get is, into it. And this is crazy to me. You have a favorite swear word? I think so. 
Wait, I think I have two. We all have a favorite swear word. I don't. I think I have two favorite swear words. Okay, let's hear it. I mean, I have one that I use most commonly, but I don't know if I'd like to say it's a favorite. It's kind of a basic bitch answer, but I like a good fuck. Okay. Um. That's what I was gonna say. As a slight, not dark horse necessarily, an underdog. Uh, but maybe a bit of an underdog is cunt. Purely really because of though. the sting of it. I just like that, so you know, stingy. in Australia, for example, oi cunt, nobody cares. Yeah. But I like that in this, you know, in our part of the world, Canada, yeah. it's perceived as like one of the worst things you could say to somebody. And I like that it's got that edge. It's got that sharp. Because like a lot of people, if you're like, you asshole, they're like, okay, whatever. But like if you were going to somebody, it's like, you fucking cunt. And Every be time like, he says it, my like, that's what I'm saying. Turn, right? And that's part of what I want to get into with this whole topic. But that's what I'm saying, where it just, it's got that. It's got that sharpness to it. Staying. It's got that. Speaking got of that staying. cunt, when mm. I was watching The Exorcist, that was one mm. of the words that really stood out to mm. me when mm. the group was asking, like, "Fuck my cunt." Mm. And that was in the '70s, so there were definitely some people watching that in the theater, yeah. being like, "Well, I never," clutching their <laughs> pearls and shit. Bunch of fucking nannies. Well, um, I never. Yeah, exactly. But so swear words. So you don't have like a favorite. I'm not gonna lie. My favorite would mean like I love using it. It's sure. my go-to. Not even, this, but it could mean other, like it could make you laugh, or it could just you know. I've always liked uh, I've always liked a good bastard. I was gonna bastard's another one. Like I like a good bastard <laughs> you know from what? time to time. To me, I don't know if this would be counting as a swear word. Like scumbag is hilarious to me. I mm-hmm. love that scumbag one. There's swear. things on like the periphery, like scumbag, that I like. Sure. Or I always and I've talked about this with some of our work friends, but I like idiot. <laughs> like just a good it, and I always think of. I know I haven't shown it to you guys yet, but in the most recent <laughs> Puss in Boots movie, uh, John Mulaney voices the bad guy or one mm. of the bad guys in the movie. And there's one point where he's basically talking to like Jiminy Cricket, mm. who's in the movie for most of it with him as like his conscience, but because he's the bad guy, Jiminy Cricket's like horrified at all the shit he's doing. And there's one point where Jiminy Cricket just finally snaps and he's like, "You're a terrible person. You're mm. like you're just you're the worst." And just the way John Mulaney delivers the line of like, yeah, what did you think, idiot? Like, he <laughs> says it in a way that it like sounds like it's a swear word. Yeah. Like, it's just got such a perfect cadence. Mm. So yeah. that's, I get what you're saying with scumbag, mm. where it's like idiot to me is kind of that, where it's like not a swear, sure. but just it, you know, it hovers on the edges. I think yeah. I was going to say like, I like sometimes hearing like simpleton unironically, but I think <laughs> idiot is, I think idiot mm. is better though. Mm. Like simpleton is too posh, mm. sure. you know what I mean. But like it's a, yeah, it's a good like like you said, you idiot, idiot. <laughs> just like oh my, mm. you know what I mean. Like yeah. it takes you back. <laughs> I think I think something about like swear words in general to me is like you made an interesting point about you saying it's your favorite would imply that you enjoy saying it, mm. which to me is like I don't typically enjoy saying swear words because like let's say for example I'm like angry at something and I swear I'm not happy that I'm angry. <laughs> it doesn't cheer me up to say the swear word. Yeah. Um, so it just ends up being like, which one do I say the most often as opposed to which one do I like saying? Yeah. Uh, but at the same time to me, like something that I've talked, I've talked about sometimes and I want to see what you guys think about this is like the reliance on swear words and how you feel about, you know, swearing too much or mm-hmm. maybe not swearing at all. I feel like we had a conversation <coughs> Did we? Because the way I always think about it is like, I don't want to swear too much because I feel like it... When I listen to someone and they use like they drop an f bomb every single sentence, mm-hmm. it it's makes like they're it, not expressing themselves. Like they don't sure, know how to express themselves. Almost. Sure, it makes them sound like more unintelligent that they just don't have the vocabulary to, to throw another word. Yeah. Like they're just dropping the same word over and over and over again. I hear that. So kind of, even if I like swearing sometimes, like when I hear someone like that, it goes like I go like, hmm, I don't like that. Like that, that has like it leaves a bad taste in there. Yeah, it's it's a bit no. I hear it's what almost you're like not disrespectful, but it's almost like uh, I don't know. It's not polite. It's a little bit like 
brash all the time. No, I, I agree. I'm with yeah. you 100% on that one. But that, that but to me, the, the beauty of swearing is that if you don't just drop it every sentence, when you do drop it, it means something. Mm-hmm. Like it, there's like a little bit of a sting to it compared to if you're just saying it all the time. That's right. Like if you're hanging out with someone and they swear every sentence and they're like angry and they say something, you're just like, oh, they're saying it again for the 50th time in the, in the <laughs> last minute. But if it's like more of a rarity, yeah. then to me it performs its function better. Because to me the point of a swear word is to like hit hard. Yeah. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. I hear that. Uh, um. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> Were you gonna say something? Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Um, I was gonna say that. I find lately I've been swearing very, very minimally. Mm. Oh, like, interesting. I just, I just haven't found myself swearing unless I'm really, really angry. <laughs> and usually I only find myself really angry at soccer when I'm playing with players you just looked at me <laughs> <laughs> when i'm playing with not you not you players I'm playing with certain players that make me very angry i find myself swearing my ass off because i can't it doesn't make sense to, me to yourself some can, like out loud it's like really loud I'm like like, like, like insulting I, somebody yeah like i mm. like call someone like a fucking idiot like mm. for not knowing how to take a goal kick let's just see who it is and we can cut it out who is it you don't know oh i don't know okay, okay it doesn't matter then. but um like I, I agree. Like the less you swear, I feel like the more value it has when you do swear. The impact is just mm, more value. The more value. When, if I don't swear for a month and then I'm so angry, at someone I say "fuck you." You know what it's like. I feel like uh, there's a there's a Louis C.K. bit about this. He talks about the idea of like using the word hilarious mm. or amazing. And he talks about how people overuse certain words. Mm-hmm. So like, like he's like telling the story about the, these guys like in a bar and he's walking into or like a cafe or something. And this one guy goes like, "Dude, you won't believe who I saw today." And he goes like, "Who?" And he's like, "Oh, Josh or whatever." And the other guy goes, "Oh, that's hilarious." <laughs> and then he's like, "Really? That's hilarious? Like <laughs> hilarious means that it's so funny that you almost lost your mind. Like you almost <laughs> went like you almost went crazy and like you were just like in a wheelchair and just like just like drooling and shit. Like you lost your mind. It was so fucking funny." So like to use words like that or to w- use swear words so often, it's like, where are you going to go from there? From mm. there, Like he's like, what happens when something actually amazing happens in your life? So it's like, to me, mm. what happens when you when you actually mean it or like when you actually want to represent something? It's like you've already used fuck like a million times on something like little. Mm-hmm. So now it's just going to feel like, you know, it doesn't hit, hit as hard because it's like you haven't saved it for a situation where it makes sense to use like a heavy word. I want to go off of that really quick. Yeah. That reminds me of, the word crazy. Mm. I feel like the word crazy is overused and I know I overuse it yeah. so often that. because crazy means something is, it's insane. Yeah, like yeah. whenever I think crazy, Unbelievable. I, think, I think of a crazy person just like losing it <laughs> in public or something and that's never the case. People say it every day. It'll be like, bro, that's crazy. It's just someone followed you or something. <laughs> well, like, it's the they, same you know as like literally where literally just doesn't mean I don't literally like anymore. Do that a lot, because every time somebody's talking about it, it's like, I was literally doing this and it's like, but the thing is, is that they were literally doing that, bro. Yeah, but sometimes, yeah, that's not a good yeah, example. But why, no, but no, 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 no. But sometimes it is the case, but there's other times where people just throw it in, like, for no, no reason. I agree with Matt. It is a good example of someone some being like, I literally did this today. It's like, well, I wasn't going to assume that you figuratively did it. But like, if, you, if you said that you went shopping, oh, I literally went shopping today. Okay. It's like, yeah, you didn't figuratively go shopping. But it's also like, in the sense of, like, overusing it, where then if, like, somebody uses that all the time, but then they're trying to, like, convey, like, a more serious thing, it's like, yeah, and then, like, this thing literally happened, blah, blah, blah. It's yeah, like, yeah. well, you fucking use literally so haphazardly all the time. It's boy who cried wolf. It's like, how many times are you going to pre- say something? Say that something's literal? Now, when you really want it to mean that it's literal... It's going to feel like it's just another sentence. I thought I was going to turn and Malcolm was going to be on the floor on <laughs> yeah. his ass. I thought the whole chair just broke. Chair's gone. Um, here's the thing. I kind of disagree with you guys 
in this because I am somebody who I'm sure you've heard at home swears a lot. Um, for a couple reasons, a I just find swearing like funny, and so to me, I just like it as like seasoning, mm. you know, in like vocabulary and whatnot. Um, to me, it's also a thing, and this is what I also kind of wanted to get in. To a slightly more like analytical way with swearing, and it's kind of like when I was bringing up cunt, and you were like, you feel it kind of thing. Mm. I find swearing such a ridiculous premise to me, like as a baseline. The so fact that there are words word. in the English language that everybody collectively is like, no, 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 you can't mm. say that. Because to me, it's like it just sounds. It's like shit. What does that mean? It can mean many things. But like, at origin, it, poop. Yeah. What is cock? Mm. Penis. Mm. So it's like penis isn't a bad word. Is fuck? Poop isn't a bad word. Fuck if you're saying like fuck you, but it's usually relating to like sex, which isn't a bad word. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like somebody always has to fart at least once an episode, That's so right. it's good we got it out. But so it's like these words mean the exact same thing as other words more often than that, or more often than not, even cunt is just like harsh slang for vagina mm -hmm. so it's like to me it's just mind-boggling that there are these words that are synonyms for other things but we look at them like from a societal level and we're like no 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 are you arguing that because they're synonyms with words that aren't thing that aren't like swear words then they should not be no that's just because that's no that's part ridiculous. of the argument my argument is ridiculous you're saying how silly that's is it that's part of like, it my yeah. argument they aren't swear words because of what they mean like on a literal level that's not why they're swear words sure but my point is they're the same as other words and my point more so is that people like not that we care but like people who are more like uppity about swearing and whatever if you just didn't care about it you remove all the power from the words like, mm -hmm. if somebody was like, fuck you, and you were like, okay, whatever, like, yeah. you instantly, even like, take for example, like, if we were in school, I'm sure it happened to some of you guys, it for sure happened to me, of like, swearing in class or in the cafeteria or something, and the teacher would hear me and like, give me shit and whatever, and be like, don't do that kind of thing. And it's like, obviously, I'm going to continue swearing. But to me, it's just like, if you had a little shit kid that was like, eh, blah, 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 shit, and the teacher was like, no, don't say that, blah, 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 and they flip out and whatever, it's like, what's that going to make the kid do? They're just going to say it again. Whereas if you just like ignored it and played it off and were like, who cares? It It's just a word. It doesn't mean anything. You deflate it of all the like mm -hmm. power. My point is just that. Wait, can you, people... not, can you not try to make that argument about like really harsh slurs? You could too. <sighs> then you'd, if you're going to be consistent, then you have to say like people saying really bad slurs are just kind of like, oh, it's just a word. Give me an we, example we of a really bad one. slur that we, we know. Uh, so there's one. <laughs> I. Don't necessarily disagree uh, Azkaban. with <laughs> I don't necessarily disagree with that argument. In mm. a lot of ways, I think it's actually kind of true. Mm. The difference, I think, is that because it's because it's a specific like shit isn't targeted not, at anything. There's no, there's no historical aspect. Yeah, there's no, like it's just it's it's an isolated thing. Mm. Whereas like you could make the argument of like if somebody called you a slur and you just like walked it off and didn't flip out and didn't care or whatever, like it takes all the meaning away from that. I think that's true, but it's There's more to harder it. said than done or easier said than done because it's, it has, it's more loaded. Sure. Whereas like shit is just Yeah. I shit. disagree with a lot of what you're saying because <laughs> <laughs> I disagree with a lot of what you're saying because for whatever reason, like I understand what you're saying 
about how words like you can deflate their power by just not caring but for yes. whatever reason as a culture these are the words that are consistently being used in like negative and connotations and they, do negative, hit and they hit people because of the choice in which we use sure these words my point so i understand all that they I'm, become these like rude sort of words to use over over, in over in particular settings kind of yeah over, sure. over many years they've developed to a place of like they hurt people for a reason for whatever that, reason that is yeah. like to me it's like and but that's just a byproduct of culture like it could be sure. any words like it could be like boat grass boat yeah. and whatever if we decided to use those exactly words but that's my point is that it's ridiculous to me that tomorrow everybody in society could decide grass was a bad word just as easily as everybody tomorrow could decide that fuck is no longer a bad word. why is that like, ridiculous like, though like, like i'm just word... saying it's bonkers to me that like we put like that kind of power into some of these words that it doesn't i think the reason you know, why we put power into like i think all language is powerful that's the most i guess acceptable way for people to express themselves without getting i guess yeah, but i think what charged saying, or I, something i think what he's saying and you can correct me if i'm wrong is like it's just silly that at the end of the day a swear word is is a bunch of letters just like how another word that has no bad meaning is a bunch of letters like it's kind of silly how we just like arbitrarily decide that this is going to be something that's like impacting really heavily you know what i'm saying is that what you're saying yeah to me it's just like it's bonkers that a society full of grown-ass people walks around and is like doesn't like a certain noise that we can't say shit kind of thing because it's like considered you know rude whatever yeah i i just i think it's inevitable to be honest with you sure it's, because i think both things can because be true. no matter what like we have language is an expression and some expressions are negative sure sure so no matter what you're going to end up with these words you can't that help are, but offend people you can't like, you can't you, help it exactly there's always going to be a group of words that exist or expressions that exist that are meant to sort that's, of that's target that's people what's beautiful or attack about people. language too is like that you right can... but i guess too what i'm saying is like you could you could in theory insult somebody by like name calling them or speaking them to in a way and not use a single swear word you could yeah and i guess what i'm just saying is like having like the designate the designated word thing is weird but how could... often do you see that though without someone using a swear word what how often do you see someone insulting someone else without using any of the words you mentioned at the very beginning of this clip <laughs> <laughs> um i don't know i guess it depends i get well i guess what i'm saying is people do use the swear words because like culturally or whatever yeah. we've put the like emphasis on it them, yeah. you know yeah and again i know you're saying that it's like yeah it just it is what it is and it's you know a byproduct of whatever to me it's just like it seems silly in premise to be like these words are off limits but like everything else is fine then what do you mean by off limits like you you cited like inappropriate you cited like, an example where you said it in the classroom and the teacher was like oh that's inappropriate i feel like i feel like there should be spaces where there shouldn't be vulgar language used like for in children? Like, for children for adults even like i wouldn't like if you go in and you're at a business meeting in a bank for example like you shouldn't be like with your banker i don't Let's know talk like dropping the fucking roof <laughs> 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 i don't know that's just the way i feel about it i feel like there's the i feel like it's sort of teaching sort of formality like Understanding that there are settings that should be formal and yeah, I, I guess. But I, to I, me, I, it's like you're yeah. saying, yeah, they should be formal and we shouldn't use these bad words. But my in point certain is, settings. But my point is, if we just didn't consider them bad words anymore, then you could use it in formal language. But and how it could matter. you not consider them? Like, how can we just all magically just not consider them bad words? Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's not like a, you flip a light switch and yeah. kind of thing. I'm just saying. To me, it just and again, that's what I'm saying. It's easier said than done, but it's just it's just silly that we consider it so we like. Yeah, to me, just the base premise of yeah. just. In language, there are these words that are like considered no-nos yeah. no and shit. Yeah. That just base premise to me, I just find like 
silly yeah. in I, a I, sense. I, I think both of you can be right. I think that like I just don't can, know what he. I just don't know what you mean by no nos. I think he's, he's saying like it's like just you silly can't that say it on like, TV yeah, or yeah. it's rated R in a movie or like you it's know don't no, say it at the silly. office because it's informal or yeah. don't let a kid say it because it's inappropriate. But my point is mm. just like if you just strip all the meaning from it and just let if you let the little kid say shit instead the of saying poop. That's actually crazy. That the problem is you can't strip the meaning away mm. from it. What's then? What's the point of expressing yourself yeah. if there is no meaning to it? What do you mean? Well, what Words. are we saying by meaning here? Because I'm saying shit is still poop. So if a little, if a five year old kid was like, "Teacher, can I go to the bathroom? I have to take a shit." Like if you let that kid say that instead of "I have to go take a poop," like and nobody reacts to shit and like, "Oh, it's a negative way. Don't say that. You got to say poop instead." Blah blah blah. Yeah. Like I'm saying, then it removes. Mm-hmm. But the point is shit that but being the, but a the, thing. The point is that people don't really use shit meaning poop most of the time. It's like this is you're a piece of shit. But do. they're kind of like I I know that's what the origin is. But most of the time people say this person's a piece of shit. They're just saying this person's a bad person. Sure. They're not saying this person is a piece of fecal matter or whatever. Sure. Like the, I know I mean, that's the origin. Words like that I feel like can be used in a lot of contexts. Like shit and fuck can also be used in the oh. bedroom. Like if you're going shit, <laughs> oh boy. you're going fuck, but you can also be like you're a piece of shit or fuck you. Yes. Mm. Well, and again, to me, they're versatile is what you're saying. The they're only the only thing that kind of flies in the face of what I'm saying that I don't even necessarily buy is, I guess, kind of what you're saying is like there is also an argument to be made that swear words exist. Kind of what you guys were saying before to like get the point across of mm-hmm. like i'm upset about it's this an exclamation point. or i'm hurt mm-hmm. so like you know if you stubbed your toe and you're like ah and somebody's like oh are you right and you're like yeah it's no problem if you fucking stubbed your toe and you're like fuck like then it like conveys to everybody around you yeah. you know like what the, you know what's interesting about swear words like my parents my, my dad swears but my mom does not swear <laughs> and yet if something bad happened to me and i swore out loud she wouldn't even be mad because mm. i used it appropriately i used it as an exclamation point and as like an intense moment if I t- stubbed my toe and I was like, shit, fuck, she wouldn't be like, stop saying those things. She'd be like, oh, he got hurt and he's expressing it in really? a way that makes sense. My mom would do the opposite. If I said, like, <laughs> shit, she goes, why are you swearing? No, but no, if you said it randomly playing a game, that's different. No, I mean, like, like if I stubbed my toe or hurt myself or something, she'd oh, still ask, really? she'd be like, why are you swearing? Like, if I actually got hurt, my mom would be like, and I was swearing, my mom would be like, oh, I, I, I get it. He's just mm-hmm. reacting intensely and it makes sense. But if I'm playing a game and I say it, she goes, that what happened to you in the game wasn't it doesn't, didn't, doesn't didn't justify warrant, it yeah it didn't warrant that like heavy word and i i like it's funny because i feel like the psychological pain of dying or yeah, losing yeah. the game is more <laughs> sure. yeah. yeah but she doesn't time. understand that because she doesn't play video games that's right like she she, <laughs> she thinks that like it's like a very like super casual thing and i don't i shouldn't care at all yeah. she's like what's wrong with him that he cares this much? <laughs> but like me, how you put it yeah, out your head there what's wrong me, with him but to me i kind of like how, the, how she does it because to her it's like those words maintain weight but if I were to use them every single with everything that happens in my life, I, I drop a swear word. Then their weight just kind of dissipates, and they just they're just like any other word. Mm. So no, I kind of like that they I kind of like the fact that they are they have that meaning and mm-hmm. they have that. It's, it's kind of the beauty of expressing yourself, like you said, and like kind of it's just a part of free speech. You just you're able to you say something and you're able to express how intensely you feel about something. Yeah. Aside just, from the intensity, sure. I still assert that I think it's an inevitability with any language. Of that course, there's going to be those words. That yeah, exist. but the, and they exist for a reason to express yeah. certain things like. Mm-hmm. There's not like I'm sure people were like you know there has to be something that we could say to express when we're extremely frustrated and we don't want to be polite about it mm. you know does anyone ever wonder how certain words become swear words like sometimes I just think like being a motherfucker mm. isn't always a bad thing to some people like if I call you a motherfucker you go <laughs> I go I do go around fucking Patrick's moms, like I'm into milk what? Oops. what is going on here 
Like it could be, a, it could be a good thing. Oh, but you pointed at me, and we're, I, I thought you were well, making I'm a claim no, about me. I'm giving me. you an example. Oh, okay, go on. Obviously, you're not a motherfucker. <laughs> okay, good. I'm glad we're on the same <laughs> page. Like, or is like, he cocksucker? Like, sure. I mean, it could be good for some people. It could be bad for some people. Mm-hmm. Sure. So where did that, like, where does that come from? Like, why? I mean, I think cocksucker, for example, comes from the kind of like homophobia that was like way more intense back in the day. I guess. So I'm, I'm sure when it developed back then, it was like it was just bad to be gay. Mm. People just looked at you like gay equals bad so that uh, that person i'm gonna call them a word like a word like that mm-hmm. i don't i haven't heard cocksucker in a very long time yeah oh, it's not I really used lot. that much you hear it a lot yeah oh, oh. interesting yeah my parents gave up <laughs> <laughs> my parents gave up on my brother and i swearing like forever ago because when still, we were kids playing like, video games like yeah, your mom would your still mom would be, be like, like tone it She'll, down yeah the only thing is my parents definitely get annoyed at me because again because i swear a lot there are definitely times where like i'll come home from work and like let's say i'm annoyed about something and i'll just be like and i don't even necessarily realize i'm doing it but i'm like and they're like oh you know what's up i'm like i was at the fucking work today and there was this fucking person there who was being such a pain in my ass i was like why do you have to be such a fucking asshole like why can't you? Mm. and like eventually my parents will be like can you like chill out like mm. can you tone it down so they they have their limit, but like genu- generally speaking, I remember being like kids playing video games in the basement or whatever, and like same thing of just losing. Yeah. And I'm the exact same way now. Mm. When I'm playing Mortal Kombat One now, mm. if I'm playing online matches and it's like I win one and another guy wins one or whatever, but if I'm playing somebody and like they clean my clock like mm. three games in a row, by that third loss, I'm like mm. losing my mind at the TV, and it's really annoying when it's like late at night, my whole house is asleep, so I have to like do it quietly like, like just shake. to myself but i want to like <laughs> s- i want to just like scream out loud i'll keep that in mind next time we play you know what i do you <laughs> not to I, wipe the floor you know what i used to do when I, I haven't played a competitive game in a long time but i used to just like hit my pillow because it's like quiet yeah you know? but i'm just like Bro, i wish my brother would <laughs> learn to do that my brother hits his desk oh. and he has no remorse <laughs> my brother in the middle of the night will go Ah! <laughs> when he's playing like Overwatch or something, it's so annoying. No, but when well, yeah, when my brother and I were kids and we would swear, like my parents would always be like, "Hey, stop, blah blah blah, whatever." And then it, as we got older, it became a like, "Don't swear in front of family." And now it's just to the point where my parents <laughs> are just my parents family. have just given up. Like mm-hmm. the only time is if like my younger cousins are coming over. Like if I have younger people around, then my parents are like, you know tone it down kind of thing but if it's just like aunts and uncles or like people my age or older or anything like my parents they just do you guys they gave up on that fight do you guys have discrepancies between like your parents have a discrepancy with like one of them swears one of them doesn't or one of them doesn't more because for me mm. my dad will be on the phone at work and i'll be like yeah because she's a fucking bitch and my, mom, <laughs> oh my, and my mom will be like well, my mom will look at him like what are you talking like what are you doing like, it's too much but bitch. he'll be laughing he's not like good like i said it in an angry way but i'll be like i'll be like yeah of course that bitch said that and he'd laugh or whatever <laughs> But like my mom, my mom would be like, like kind of, she'd she'd be disgusted by him. Like, what are you doing? That's like that's like animalistic behavior. Yeah. That's like too. That's too rude. It's like kind of the same dynamic with my with my mom and dad. Except really? my dad doesn't like. He doesn't swear. Oh, but your mom does in the house. No, my mom doesn't swear uh, in the house either. But I know he does outside of the house for <laughs> sure. I know for sure. Fuck your mother. <laughs> my dad definitely is the one that swears <laughs> more. But my mom does too. Like my mom's not like against or anything. She does too. It's just to a like lesser degree. Yeah. But I also I feel, feel like, like it's because she's not. She's not like my dad, who is like me. Where it's like you know now that like the NFL's back, my dad always jokes where it's like. It's going to get real loud in the house again because he's in, like, his fantasy football pools. And mm-hmm. every Sunday when he's watching, like, all the football games and, like, if his team's sucking ass and he's, like, losing that week to, like, the other guy, I'll just be in the basement playing video games. And I'll just hear, like, from Son the, like, I'll hear from, like, the, the main floor of the house, like, you know, 
Okay, pass him the ball and go. Pass him the ball and go. Yes, yes, good, good. And then, like, if he doesn't make the touchdown or whatever, it's like, oh, you fucking bastard, blah, blah, blah. And then it just starts, like, going on. I'm like, ah, I guess the play didn't work out like it's, Dad it, wanted it, it, seems it to. Me, it seems to me, like, spending some time at your house every once in a while, like, your mom, like, swears when, when again, it's, like, the punctuation, like, makes sense for her life. Like, if, sure. something, if something really upset her, she's like, son of a bitch. Or yes. Whatever. But she's not going to just, like, drop it casually in Yeah, for her, it's a little bit more of, like, a punctuation, whereas yeah. my dad, it's more just kind of, like, sprinkled in like I do. But the one other thing I was just going to say is, because I get what you guys are saying about, like, if you use it so much, it loses its sting. Mm. I think that's true to some degree in the main. What helps in my case is it's not so much the usage, but it's the tone mm. and the cadence. Because if I'm just like sitting around and I was like, you know, stocks are through the fucking roof, then mm. it's like obviously I'm not like mm. I'm just throwing it in, but I'm not throwing. And again, because swearing to me is funny. A lot of times when I am throwing it in, it's like the fucking SpongeBob episode with the where they discover the swear word on the dumpster or whatever, and then it just oh, makes yeah. the dolphin noise. Oh, yeah, and they're yeah, just yeah. like using it because they think it's <laughs> yeah. funny. Like that to me is generally what it is. But there are definitely times, I'm sure you guys have seen it, where I'm swearing and I'm going to venture a guess that you guys can tell I'm not doing it for never comedic effect never or like just as yeah, just sprinkling tell. in that, you know, I'm like mad about something or like not impressed and I'm using. So I feel like to me, it's not so much a usage. It's more just like a tone. Sure. Tone, help, tone and affects a it cadence. Too, thing with you, it you know what i was thinking mm. when malcolm was talking about daniel i was thinking about robert downey jr in the um <laughs> what was it in, uh, tropic thunder tropic thunder exactly One yeah sure okay chose to <laughs> question his god <laughs> so um but anyways so swear words are there any swear words we'd like to get off our chest before we segue out of this topic please let's go around the table uh, i don't have anything like just say one random mm -hmm. one yeah go ahead i have one i have one uh okay you, go? you, you, you start can I can I sure. start? Scallywag. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's mine. Mm. Douchebag. I was gonna say douche. <laughs> yeah. That's one I use a lot. I don't have one. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll just cut it. Let's just cut it. Swearing. What are you doing? <laughs> back folks mm. uh so i was trying to figure out what are you doing over there i'm back okay should i, should I go from i think you should <laughs> just keep going okay Sorry. so that's okay so i was trying to figure out what i wanted to do for my topic today mm. and then uh selma suggested that i talk about something to do with morality mm. and then i was like malcolm's <laughs> <laughs> just asleep <laughs> like how his hat is like I love when hats are just like they're a little bit tilted or mm. they're kind of sitting half off of his head. <laughs> you know what you know what's hilarious about that? Yeah. Is that you don't give a fuck. Like you're so you don't give a shit what people are saying <laughs> that your hat is just like halfway off your head mm -hmm. and you're just laying there. <laughs> like you don't even care to fix it. Can I please yeah, some rally? Now you so, know how I feel. So we're gonna Wait, what? Did I There's do that multiple times where I like start a topic and like two of you or all of you will be like laughing about something and it takes like five <laughs> minutes just you're to right. get into usually the topic. Usually Patrick right. sparks it. No, no. Yes, really? Is it usually me? Yes. Oh, okay. So we're going to go through this BuzzFeed page mm. on different moral dilemmas. Thank you, BuzzFeed. Some of them are a little wacky. Is it a sorting sure. hat? So it's a game. 
It's not a quiz. <laughs> Why do you guys keep holding on to the word quiz? It's kind of a game, though, right? Starting hack. Sure, it's a game. All right, is that game what's going to make you feel good? The morality Woo-hoo! game. So I'm going to read them one at a time. What's good about this, though, is that we can see the percentage of people who mm. picked each response. Oh, it's like well. I see those Instagram reels of yeah. like the button the blue thing, red like, thing. you know, get a million dollars, but yeah. like some homeless guy um, wants to bang you or whatever. I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay, so the, the first, <laughs> there's, ni- there's nine of these, okay? okay. So the okay. first, I'm going to read them one at a time. The first Please. one. You are at your best friend's wedding just an hour before the ceremony is to start. Earlier that day, you came across definitive proof that your best friend's spouse-to-be is having an affair with the best man slash maid of honor. Wow. And you catch them sneaking out of a room together looking disheveled. (laughs) If you tell your friend about the affair, their day will be ruined, but you don't want them to marry a cheater. What do you do? Tell a friend. The two options. Tell Tell your best friend, sure, the day will be ruined, but better a day ruined than an entire life. Or say nothing. Your job is to be supportive and participate in your friend's happiness. I think this is the most no-brainer one. But here's, yeah. but here's it, but are we talking about what would we actually do or what would we theoretically do? Because to me, of course, the, the obvious answer is to tell him. Yeah. But if there's thousands of people there and he, thousands, or, oops, no, not thousands. Okay, but if it's like a huge wedding, for example, yeah. Yeah. and there's par- people <clears throat> flying, like family members flying in. I know when I, when my wedding happens at some point, whenever that happens, if yeah. it happens, yeah. people are gonna come in from Egypt. We're gonna do this whole thing. Yeah. Yep. And then Food. if if someone says something. And all those people came there, and like all that money was wasted, all that stuff. So it's like you might be like, but I don't have it wouldn't it in be on me. you though. No, I understand that, but it's like I don't have it in me to like ruin this whole thing. Yeah. Theoretically, I would. Yes, that's my answer. Yes, I would yeah. tell them. Yeah. But like, I don't know how courageous I would be if I was up there and there was like so many people there, and it's like. Also, why do you think the setting is in front of everybody? It doesn't have to be up what, there. What is it saying? Is it saying like the wedding's already started, or is this before the wedding has started? It's I mean, an just hour sneaking out of wedding. Room, it's an hour before. Okay, yeah, hour. I before the you're ceremony. About like if you have to do the, like, if you have to do like the running into like I object. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah that'd, that'd be would, crazy. That I, would I wouldn't be, have like, that. In that would be way more wild. Yeah. I would. I'm sure it happens all the time, but that would be hilarious. <laughs> but no, if it's like an hour before the wedding and it was one of you guys, yeah, I would be like pulling one of you guys out in the hall of like, mm-hmm. here's the definitive proof, and also I just watched her and the guy come out of the fucking That's room crazy. closet, but with the best man. So and with the best like, that's another so one of like you. someone <laughs> fucking one of our brothers. Yeah. And then, and then it's like in the middle of the wedding, she's like reading her vows or whatever. And then the best man is just like smiling there. <laughs> <laughs> He's I will like say, the happiest yeah, gunner. Right I just here. I just want to say really quickly, just because this story came to mind, and I don't want to totally derail your topic here. One day You're I about know, to though. One day I want to get to maybe like talking about like our grandparents and like old people or just like stories from it'll be a topic one day. Um but my Volvo, uh rest is soul my mom's dad. Mm. He was a bit of a rapscallion as a younger man. Okay. Um, and just one of the funniest stories of him that I ever heard was that on the day he was marrying my grandmother, my Sasa, um, it was either one of his brothers or their dad. So like my great grandfather, who I never even knew, basically went and I have to ask my mom. I might be getting some of the details wrong. Basically, it was he was at like a brothel the night before. Oh my god! <laughs> and oh my so either they had to like oh pick him up there mm. in the morning, or it might have been that he had like come home, but was just like passed the fuck out, like because mm. from drinking or whatever, and just like you know, like hours before the wedding, they had to go like get him up and be like, hey, like you gotta get to the church. You're getting no, married no. in like a few hours, kind of thing. Which and I think my Sasa like knew again different time. My brother um, like he was actually doing stuff with people. 
<laughs> I think so. Um, so, you know, it was a different time. As my dad says, it was a time when men were men and the women were nervous. Um, and so I just, that came to my mind of just like wedding day. You know, that's like stories. That's, wedding, wedding day drama. That's like he's probably like, might as well have a lot, one last blast. <laughs> Go out with a bank. But we'll, we'll get to, we'll get to Vivalence. Well, well, I, like, I feel like there's an idea that like maybe some bachelor and bachelorette parties like allow that sort of shit to happen. A lot of them like, do apparently. I, I but feel like a me, lot of guys go to strip clubs. That is wild. Well, I know guys strip go to strip clubs. clubs but saying, like, yeah, that's different. Like sleeping with some other person the day before. It's like, what, you, how, what a way to, club, though. What a way to start. The if you're like at a strip club and you're just watching these like women dance, then it's like, okay, fine. Like it's, I personally am not like it's. I don't imagine, care. Imagine getting married to a girl and everybody is like, people know that she slept with some guy just the other day. That's wild. If my put it yeah. this way, if I was marrying a girl and she had a bachelorette party and they're like, yeah, we had a male stripper show up to like their party or whatever, yeah, I'd be like, I don't give a I've shit. Heard that if they were like, yeah, we got your wife a fucking escort and he Maybe plowed her yeah. in the back, marry her now, I'd be yeah, like, yeah. what the fuck? Do you guys remember we're the video done. I sent to the chat of like the, a wedding falling apart because there was like. A bride and some other guy in a. Oh yeah, I love that video. Like <laughs> yeah, so the video starts and and the and the and the bride is like in the full white dress, the fucking tiara, everything, and she's like, oh, oh, and she's crying, and the video's on her face, and then it pans to like this this party bus, and they look through the window of the party bus, and her her, her husband to be the groom is like putting his pants back on, and some other lady putting her pants back on, <laughs> on there, and, they, and then it cuts back there, and she's like, oh, as. Hilarious, but unfortunate. Anyways, anyways, let's get continue on. So, are we all in agreement? Tell the best friend. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So, eighty-eight percent of people, yeah, would, would do that. Who are the twelve assholes? Well, your feet stink. <laughs> bro, <laughs> some socks on. Please. And now it's on air. I keep thinking I smell on like air. On <laughs> air, air, bro. Like, fuck, bro. You actually want to put socks on? Put socks on, please. For fuck's sake, bro. <laughs> I thought my balls were sweating or something. Like. <laughs> sure. My balls. We're, we're not up. cutting. I'm just saying right now we're not cutting. This is this is making the show. I'm not cutting shit. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not cutting any of this. This is gold. Um, but anyways, well, I guess we'll get to Patrick's next thing in a second here, because again, not cutting. <laughs> um, not cutting. But anyways, not cutting. Not cutting. Not cutting. I guarantee you, it's not my feet. I'm just doing it's this because you embarrassed me. Feet. Okay. It's well, not, here we go. It's not my balls. <laughs> it's not. Either. Not my balls. Like you ever get that ball stank like sometimes? You left pizza in this room for weeks. Like, there's been bare shit going on. You ever get that ball stank sometimes? Oh yeah, I wasn't there for that. Damn it. Damn it. Huh? Sorry. I said, you ever get that ball stank sometimes? What? You ever get that ball stank sometimes? All the time. That's awful. Okay. I hate balls thing. Anyway, come back in. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next one. Mm-hmm. You are an eyewitness to a crime. Sure. A man has robbed a bank, but instead of keeping the money for himself, he donates it to a poor orphanage that can now afford to feed, clothe, and care for its children. You know who committed the crime. If you go to the authorities with the information, there's a good chance the money will be returned to the bank, leaving a lot of kids in need. What do you do? The options. Turn the robber in to the authorities. Right is right. Say nothing since the money went to what you deem a good cause. Well, I think to me, regardless of whether I deem it a good cause or not, like the corporation, the bank mm-hmm. is not something I'm like looking out for. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't do it because I don't I think that stealing is wrong. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like I'm just going to stay out of it. That's what my answer would be. Not, not necessarily because I think that I don't think that is th- an answer. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, no. I'm say saying I'm, I'm saying no. I'm saying the answer oh, is no. Oh, you can say nothing? No, no. I'm saying Which, no. Yeah, but that means... The two options I'm are turn I, the robber in or, or say don't nothing. turn him in. I'm saying I'm not turning him in. 
Oh, so, yeah. it's either you turn him in or you don't yeah. turn him in. Yeah. I'm saying like mm. I'm not necessarily saying that I'm not turning him in because I think he did the right thing, because I think that stealing is wrong. But at the same time, I'm not gonna like go out of my way to like make sure that this big corporation, this bank, gets its money back. Like I don't. To me, it's two things. Of the first thing is when it's like robbing a bank. My thought is like, whose money is that kind of thing? That's what I was thinking. It's the people's. Because to me, it's like if it's just like or if it was like some fame, like yeah, if it's like a rich thing and it's like a literal well, Robin Hood of, thing, then it's the, like. Is that how do do banks just have? money in it that's just like for the bank that to use or is it just all really all it's all people's money no i would assume what? they have like money on hand and i would also assume that if a bank got robbed and they took your money i would assume they have to like they have to reimburse yeah. you for that yeah. like yeah, they but how do they reimburse you so the, the bank's gonna, gonna have in trouble so the question the is where does the money come from though it doesn't matter the but bank? they're gonna do it it doesn't matter well it let's comes just say from the bank what else, what, what, what would be a negative potential place well let's say it's the it's coming from the government sure then it would be the taxpayers dollars yeah, but, but I don't I think, think it would be the government. I think it would be the bank paying it out. But the the question becomes, where are they going to pull it out of? They're going to take their it from their money. other... They got their, it. They got from it. From their other... No, like, their profits the and shit. I don't, I don't, I their think, money. I think they have enough money that if they get robbed a few times, they're going to be fine. I think they can pull money out. Well, I don't know. But that's a whole other thing. But the other thing I'm saying is it also depends, because it's saying rob a bank, but it depends how. If the guy walked in and like arm robbed the fucking bank, then I don't care where the money went. It's like, yeah, that's a problem. But if they like... Did some Mission Sneaky Impossible shit, yeah, yeah. shit and like they got in and out and nobody fucking noticed them. I'm gonna okay. Here then it's like a here, here's you know. what we'll say. It didn't say anything about anyone dying, any innocent people dying, anyone being killed. So just I'm assuming you're it's a an stealth eye, you're an eyewitness. So I'm sure this man walked in and but yeah, I'm no, assuming but, it's a stealth mission. I'm assuming no, I'm assuming that at the very least nobody died. It would have said people got killed. Would you still support it? Okay. So to me, it's like nobody died. That would be a big moral dilemma, obviously. So nobody died. He came in there. He got shit. My question is. Is it the people's money or is it the government's money? To me, either way, or the bank's money. To me, either way, the bank's gonna pay the people back out of out of their own pocket is what I'm assuming. And based on that assumption, I'm not turning it in. Okay. Yeah, I. I'm not. I don't like the whole ends justifying the means and all that kind of shit. Usually, yeah. but I might in this instance because in my head, in terms of what Mark was saying about like nobody dying, in my head, I'm just imagining walking down the street and like a fucking vent on the side of a building mm. gets pushed out yeah, yeah. and some guy comes out, out with two like cartoonishly big sacks of money <laughs> big dollar and I'm like oh fuck that's weird and I like look inside the bank and like nobody's reacting mm. like something just went down and he goes gallivanting mm. down the street and I was like oh it, that's odd also if the police come to my house and we're like yeah like we, you're on camera like we need your your t- your testimony or whatever I wouldn't lie to the police if they were like what happened can you tell us what happened I'd be like this is what I saw but the question doesn't really detail that. So to no. me, it's like... It's a lie of omission, not by of, like... If it's someone's just kind of like like Maddie said, that you see it happen and then it's passing, I, I'm not going to go out of my way to go to the authorities and try to tell them like this, this, and this. Like, I don't know. Yeah, it's, I'm going to go with tough. say nothing. It's tough, but I'm going to say nothing. Nothing. Say nothing. Say nothing. Patrick? Um, it's a tough one. Say nothing. Okay. And what are the percentages? 77% of people say nothing. Mm. Perfect. Go okay. kids. People have that Robin Hood mentality. Mm. People really do. Okay, you have a you have a job as a network administrator for a company that also employs your best friend's husband. One day, your best friend's husband sends you a message message asking you to release an email from quarantine. This requires you to open the email, at which point you discover that it's correspondence between this guy and his secret lover. After releasing the email, you find yourself in a pickle. Your instinct, your instinct is to tell your best friend about his husband's infidelities, but divulging the contents of the company email is against company policy and you could lose your job. Once it becomes plain that your best friend 
found out about his cheating. Once it becomes plain that your best friend's husband finds out about the cheating. Oh my God, I can't read. I don't like I'm this not, question. I don't get this at all. I'm, I'm lost. I need you to start from the top and I need you to oh substitute my God. husband here's, with wife. Here's what, I'm, here's what I'm saying. Here's what I'm understanding. You have a best friend. You work at a corporate job. Yeah. Your best friend's spouse Yes. Is cheating on let, them. Let me, let me just finish it because it's, it's going to be clear. And in the email, it's set, like, it's, yes. it proves that, but then it also leaks company shit, so you would get exactly. fired. Already. Exactly. So would so, you basically, would you tell the person or not? Exactly. So do you, yeah, exactly. Do you tell them or not? So it's the, the options are yes, your loyalty to your best friend eclipses any company policy. You might lose your job. No, it sucks that your best friend is... The best friend isn't working there, no. though. No. It's the spouse. No, no one's working no there one, except for you. Um, is it? Isn't it? No, you work there with your best friend's husband or wife. Oh, I see. Yeah. So I'm working there. My best friend's wife Partner. also works yeah. there. She's she sends me an email. Yes. Or she wants an email put out or some shit or whatever. And it leaks that, that she cheated. Leaks that she cheated. Yeah. But also has like government private secret yeah. shit on company it. Company stuff. So the options are yes, your loyalty to your best friend eclipses any company policy can, or can no, it question? sucks that your best friend has a cheating why husband. Can't you, why can't you just tell your best friend without having corporate like consequences? Because then it's not a f- fun dilemma. No, I understand, but why? Like, in what situation would it be like, oh... Why can't you just tell your best friend that you saw in an email that they cheated? Like, why, why does it have to release corporate? I don't get that. This doesn't add up to me. Like, what would the situation mm-hmm. be? I, th- I think, I don't know. I think the very fact that it came from the email is that you're divulging company I see. information or something. Um, just play along. I think, in, the, in reality, what are the options? What do they say? Yes, you're loyal to your best friend eclipses any company policy. No, it sucks that your best friend has a cheating partner, but you can't risk losing your job. I, w- I, would, I would do it in a way where... No no, 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 no loopholes. I'm just trying to say, like, yeah. if the, if I did have a, if I had to do it in real life, yeah, I would tell them, and then like keep my job, obviously. But okay. to me, it's like, and with this scenario, like, I, I'm gonna tell them. Okay, okay. I'm not gonna just like have a best now, friend. Now, in my mind, this job is like your livelihood. Sure. So, like, you're losing your livelihood. I understand that. Okay. But, to, but to me, it's like, I believe that in reality, I would be able to do it without like that high of a risk. Okay, so you're gonna have to. Take that away for a second. Yeah, but it doesn't say there's 99% you're going to lose your job. It says you're risking it or whatever. Well, it says all trails will inevitably lead to you as the leak. Well, there you go. Oh, you're, so like it's saying it will happen. You're losing your job. So so either lose my job or... But that's such a fucking stupid scenario because that, that would never happen. Like why? Just entertain it, bro. I, but I, it's just, just entertain it. Buzzfeed. <laughs> yeah, I'm silly. in the camp of in real life, I wouldn't have to choose either of these because yeah, I would just work around it. But in this instance, I get that it's saying like it's going to lead... I can't risk losing my job because that's the thing too where it's like, I don't know. To me, I'm like, well, what company shit is on there that I'm even leaking? Exactly. Like how severe is it? Oh my it? God. But guys, just entertain. Like the trolley problem. If I, no, if I presented it, you guys the trolley problem, you're a, never going to find yourself in that area. I was going to answer that's it. Simplistic, like, that's a more simplistic problem. That's Do you pull it? But you're, you're never going to find There's no reality. It's based in zero I reality. I understand that, but the logic of it makes sense. Are you going to... To kill all these people or just one person? The logic of it makes sense here. Are you going to lose you your job? Or does it make or sense? You know why it doesn't make I'm sense? Gonna... there would never be a scenario in real life where you would have to you would have and to that, divulge company information. And that's the crux of it. I'm saying the trolley problem is not rooted in reality either. You're never going to find yourself in a situation where you're pulling a lever for two groups of people. I understand that, but yeah. I'm saying like if I'm putting myself in that situation... Like, allow the premise that you could get fired for it. Just allow that premise. No, but is, you're saying that I will get fired. You will get fired. That's that I could. Oh okay, allow. I'm just going to answer it. I'm going to keep my job. Yeah, okay. if I'm going to get absolutely fired, I would keep my job. See, not to continue being a little shit about this, but because it says you can't risk losing your job, my thing is if I had to pick one of these two scenarios, my thing is I feel like I could leak it and then go to like corporate and be like, hey, just so you know, exactly. I'm the one that That's did what this. I'm saying. Here's why, though. Exactly. Mm. To me, in real life, you wouldn't get fired for telling your friend that their person's cheating. 
If you actually, if you actually as well divulged personal uh, fucking company information, yes, you would get fired, and that would make sense. If I'm being like, hey, your spouse is cheating on you, and then your company is like, why did you tell your spouse, your your best friend, that their spouse is? Why the fuck does the company care? It's not their private information. Based off of the two answers, though, I'm going with keeping my job because assuming this is like my livelihood, like. If I'm like supporting Stupid a family scenario. and whatever, it's like I can't. I'm making risk like that. 200k. My yeah. best friend can work. Okay. Also, <laughs> what, if, what if you have a bad rap after that, and like other places won't hire you because you're like leaked their information or whatever? Let's yeah. let's pick it. Okay, so 41 percent of people would say no, that they would not so tell 40, their best so, friend. So we're in the, min- we're in the slight minority. In what the would, slight what minority. would you say? Um, I'm I'm no as well. Okay. Okay. It's a stupid scenario. Oh my god! <laughs> Actually, a dumb scenario. Okay, this doesn't we'll, make sense. We'll move on. Just forget about it. You know what I'm saying though, like, why would you not be able to just tell them the oh, that I, piece of information? I understand you know? completely what you're okay. saying, but the, for the nature of what we're trying I to understand. do, understand. All I'm saying is that it's a poorly constructed thing. Okay. Whereas the trolley problem, even though it's like ridiculous, wacky, yeah. it's like well constructed in its idea. Okay. Okay. So next one. You've been on a cruise for two days when there's an accident. Can I just ask a question, by the way? Yeah. Can, can we cut these because it's gonna it's gonna be a long for doing all nine? What are we at? We're at the third one. Oh my yeah, God. I don't know if we're going to... Should we do like six more or, or are we just going to cut it shorter? Well, okay. Let's read a few more and we'll see okay. how we end up. Okay. You've been on a cruise for two days mm-hmm. when there's an accident that forces everyone on board to abandon ship. Mm-hmm. During the evacuation, one of the boats gets damaged, leaving it with a hole that fills it with water. You figure that with 10 people in the boat, you can keep the boat afloat by having nine people scoop the filling water out by hand and for 10, min- for 10 minutes while the 10th person rests. After the person rests for 10 minutes, he or she will get back to work while another person rests, and so on and so forth. This should keep the boat from sinking long enough for a rescue team to find you as long as it happens within five hours. You're taking your first break when you notice your best friend, there's always a best friend in these, in a sound lifeboat with only nine people in it, and he beckons. F- I don't, that's such he just like waves weird, over to you. Yeah, he beckons for you to come over uh, and join them. Um. If you leave the people in the sinking boat, they will only be able to stay afloat for two hours instead of five, decreasing their chance of being rescued, but securing yours, your options. Stay in your boat and hope that you you all get rescued in five hours' time before the boat sinks and you all drown. Jump ship and join your friend in his boat and hope that the others are rescued within two hours. Hmm. I feel like I would right off the bat, I don't want to be a shit. But again, I have like instantly so many questions of why does taking like 10% of the people away cut the time yeah, in right. over half. Yeah, yeah. And then it's also a thing of like, well, am I on a raft with nine other people and they're all like children? <laughs> or am I on a boat with nine like mm-hmm. elderly people? Like, Let's say there's a mix. I have, I have an answer. My answer is going to be that I would not, I would, if for some reason I found out that those people died, I would never be able to live with myself. So I would stay with the rest of the people and we'd survive for a long time and I'd be like, surely we're going to get saved within five hours. But That's if you'd I'm... stay with them and you don't get saved in five hours, you'll never live at all. Yeah, but Instead at least, but at least, I, but at least I don't... Friend, hey, stay with the lifeboat right here just in case we do sink. And I'll at least to me, on. if I die, I die with the rest of the people all fighting for our lives and I don't die, I don't, I die knowing that I did the right thing for myself mm-hmm. and I didn't like leave all those people to like, yeah, because if they all died, if you left with your friend, they all died. I would never be able to live with myself. I'd like every night when I go to bed, I'm like, I killed all those people. Like I could have helped them. The lifeboat, the, the the savior boat was there like an hour later, and I, if I helped them and whatever. So. I'll get over the survivor's guilt and therapy. I'm jumping ship. I'm staying I'm, on board. I'm staying. I feel like if I if I get into the scenario and I'm like with a group of people, like we kind of like turn into a little team somehow. Exactly. You have little bonds and like you're trying We're to work in this together. together. I'm just gonna. I'm just not gonna ditch you guys. And then in five hours, you could be a bond at the bottom of the Pacific. Yeah, Patrick, what are you saying? Are you with? Uh, I think I'm jumping ship, to be quite honest. Oh, okay. with you guys. So but we're, we're split. But let's again, see it's very contingent on like who's on the boat with who's me. Who's but like, ship? so 68% of people stay in the boat. 
Okay, so we're in the majority. And 32% jump shoot. Scumbags. Scumbags. Yeah, but <laughs> see, but here's the thing. This is also a BuzzFeed quiz where half these people are saying, like, yeah, I'd stay in the boat. And then if they're actually, actually in the it. boat, they're well, gone. That, that, that's, this that's one's messed that's up. That's the thing I was thinking about the marriage thing of, like, would you actually have the balls to do it? Right. You know? this, this next one's messed up. Mm. You're involved in a two-car crash. I hate the wording of these. You're in a, you're involved in a car crash yeah. okay. on your way to work one morning. One of those three cars in which you accidentally hit and kill a pedestrian. Oh, no. As you get out of the car, you are intercepted by a tearful woman who seems to think that she hit and killed a pedestrian. Yeah, she you're did. not sure why she thinks she hit the person, but she's what did you do? But she's convinced. <laughs> Lady, what did you do? There's only, there's only you, the woman, and the person you hit on the road. There are no witnesses. You know that whoever is deemed responsible will probably be sent to jail. <laughs> so your options are confess your responsibility. Sprint away. You wouldn't be able to live with your guilt if an innocent person went to jail for your crime. Let the woman take the blame. The thought of being locked away from your <laughs> life and family is too much to bear. <laughs> That's hilarious. It's like the girl's freaking out and you're like, oh no. <laughs> and you're like, what do I fucking oh do? No. Uh, this is an easier one for me because I'm confessing my responsibility. I'm just trying to wow. think about what kind of car crashes is that? Also, but you, you killed that person. You hit this kill- person and I was completely in the wrong. Vehicular, <laughs> by the way, vehicular manslaughter, how long do you get for that? I can't imagine. It's I, not I that long. Can you Google Are you it? Sure? But to me, it's I also long. think long enough. I also think if, if you were drunk, not that I know longer. shit all about the legal system, but I feel like if I went and I was like, "Listen, like this other lady thinks it's her, it wasn't her, it was me," blah blah blah. I feel like that presents Reducing better in a court case sure. than it does to be like sweet. she fucking did it, and then like they look into Comes it out. and they're like, "No, it was actually it was you, and you lied yeah, and yeah, you yeah. let her believe." You'd be in there for longer. But I think I think the moral dilemma is supposed to be like you're gonna get away with it if you if you don't say anything. Sure, but even in that, I'm still accepting culpability because a, it's a guilt thing of that being on my conscience. Sure. Knowing you, you killed I killed them killed the would fuck me up, and then what would make it worse is knowing that I ruined two lives. Of like, yeah. not only did I kill this guy, but I also let this woman take now the fall. Ladies in jail. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Even though, I, even though I'd stay out of jail, like my yeah. life would be like I'd be depressed. And then also, I think that with that sort of case, I think that like Maddie said, you would get your sentence reduced by being an honest person. Yeah. And maybe you'd be in jail for a few years or five years, ten years, whatever. But like eventually, you'd get out. And mm-hmm. you would have learned your lesson to not drive and kill people like that. So. I'm guessing Malcolm, you're, you're also confessing. I'm confessing. Yeah, so confessing is 74% of people say they yeah. would confess, while mm-hmm. 26% of people. Who the hell so, are those people? So one in four people say they would let the woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. I, one in four people go, "Lady, what are you doing?" I feel, I feel like I feel like you know your loved like I'm sure a lot of people their loved ones would be like, "Don't say anything." You know I'm what gonna. I'm saying? Yeah. It's awesome. like it's like the whole thing of like if your significant other like accidentally killed someone would you turn them in or like try to hide the body with them type shit mm-hmm. or a lot of people would be like like we didn't do anything like, let's, let's figure it out <laughs> I'm, oh, I'm gonna skip know. one of these because it's kind of stupid okay. mm. so let's skip to the next one so you're an EMT mm-hmm. on the scene of a car crash that involves your spouse and the lover you didn't know she had <laughs> they're both gravely injured your spouse's injuries are worse you can tell it's unlikely she will pull through meanwhile her lover has a neck wound that will prove fatal if pressure isn't applied soon. Whom do you choose to work on? Your options. Work on your spouse, even though she cheated and probably won't pull through. Your loyalty lies with them. Work on her lover. They can definitely be saved. And even though you hate them, saving them is your job. Work on my spouse. <laughs> work on my spouse. I don't care if she's cheating on me. It's like yeah. I have a deep love for this person either way. Yeah. And it makes me so... I can't even tell you how angry it just makes me to think about that scenario right yeah. now. So can angry. I just can I just turn around and walk away from both of them? <laughs> I mean, like sayonara, <laughs> sayonara, bitches. See how. I toss a grenade over my shoulder. No, yeah, um, me, I'm loyal to the, I'm loyal to my lover. I, I mean I know like the trust was broken with that yeah. scenario, but 
even when I'm hurt in that moment, like, like I'm not gonna be like, oh, I don't mm-hmm. love them anymore. She's, it's done. She, I think I think the scenario, just so we're on pay. the same page, the scenario I think is painting the picture that she's gonna die. It's, no, a, it's, like, a, she's it's really unlikely that she's gonna pull through. Probably won't pull through. Probably won't but pull through. And then so see, but then there you go. You go to save your spouse, which is what I'm also saying. If she doesn't pull through, well, Fuck then her. it takes care. More, of, more then it takes care of itself. Take, there you go. You're right. And everybody's happy. No so, couple. Yes. No couples therapy. She's gone. No yeah. No divorce. You're, and you're the ultimate like high ground. Like even though she cheated on me, I tried to save her. With exactly. All my money. Yeah. Oh, yeah me, then nobody can be like, "Wow, you and let them like, die." In the castle. <laughs> nobody can be like, "You I let her chair, die." And you can be like, so thirty-nine percent of people would work on the spouse. Sixty-one percent of people. Bunch of vindictive assholes. Their duty to save this. I think those sixty-one percent of people. Aren't imagining scenario and don't have a spouse. But I feel like a lot of the a lot of people, I feel like it's not vindictive to ignore the spouse because it's like they're just like I want to save the person. Yeah, it's most likely they're, they're painting it like oh the other person surely will pull also, through if you put pressure but I, on the I'm neck. I'm saying it's vindictive in the sense of like oh you cheated on me well I'm gonna save know, this other person. I don't think they're thinking like I think most people are probably thinking like I'm I'm just gonna save this life based on the way the things worded. I think yeah, because so. it's, it's it basically it's yes. like you're probably gonna save the guy but you're probably not gonna save the girl. Okay, let's do I, the, still, I still stick with my answer. Let's do these last couple here. So you and your son are prisoners at a concentration camp. Jesus Christ. You, your your oh, son Your son tried to escape but was recaptured. This is this one's this one's messed Goodness. up. This one's messed up, guys. Your son tried to escape but was recaptured and sentenced to hang at the gallows. Oh, no. To send a message to all others who may try to escape, the guard orders you to pull the chair out from under your son. If you refuse, the guard will kill your son and another innocent person in the camp. Your options, tearfully pull the chair. Oh my god, dude. Tearfully pull the chair out from under your son or refuse to pull the chair out from under your son, ensuring both his death and the death Wait, of another inmate. Before you, before you read the uh before the options, what was the last sentence or two? What does it say? Uh the la- of the blurb. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the last sentence. If you refuse, the guard will kill yourself. I just like that part. Imagining in a German accent. If you refuse, <laughs> if you refuse our stipulations. If you refuse. <laughs> so what are we saying here, boys? I am. I am tearfully pulling the. Uh, really? Because to me, you it's think like, you would have it in you to like. Probably. I don't think. I, I think. Have. I think. I think. Likely. Oh, okay. No, sorry. I, what were you gonna say? Just like, just kick it out. <laughs> I know. I, I know. I couldn't kick it out. I'd. I'd be there. Like. I'd, I think you just, wouldn't you just be freaking? Yeah. Wait, wait, can, can, can you can you read the options again? So the options are tearfully pull the chair out from under your son, or refuse to pull the chair out from under your son, ensuring both his death and the death of an innocent inmate. Someone else can die. Here's the thing: I uh, would be going with the second option, not willingly. Like I there? want to say pull the chair out because it prevents the loss of another life, mm-hmm. but. I would not have it in me to do the thing. Like I'd be like, I'll push the chair, and then I get up there and like break down and can't do it. But and then the they que- just give up, and they're like, "All right, bang, bang." Kind but of is, thing. The, is the question, what would you do if you were in the situation, or like theoretically, what would you do? Because again, to me, it changes. Like in reality, I wouldn't be able to do it. I just can't. Yeah. But like morally, I think that that would be the right thing to Let's do. Let's go reality. With reality, yeah. I, morally, I would want to just have one but, person die. But, but realistically, I'm not. But, but I thought the, the game was supposed to be like a morality quiz type thing, where it's like not necessarily. If you were literally in this, what would you do? But it's like, hypo- like hypothetically, what would you do? I think it's clear the hypothetical for each one, but I think it's better if we go realistic. <laughs> okay, in reality, I, I wouldn't be able chair. to do it, even though I think it would be the best thing to do. So sorry, other sixty-two person. percent of people tearfully pull the chair out. That's, from what, I'm that's, no, that's, that's what I would. That's yeah. what I would would do. But, yeah. Or what I would want to do, but I don't know if it's okay. This is the it. last one. Are you guys good Let's to do go. it? Yeah. Yes, please. You're a doctor at a top hospital. You're do- wow, at a top hospital. You're a doctor. You have six gravely ill patients, five of whom are in urgent need of an organ transplant. You can help them through. You can help them, though, because there are no available organs that can be used. You can't to help s- them. I mean, right? Oh my God! Yeah, you can't. I'm just gonna. 
Should I just restart? Sure. Okay. One sorry, sorry, audience. So you're restart. saying like you can help you them can. because there are right. no available. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a doctor at a top hospital. You have six gravely ill patients, five of whom are in urgent need of an organ transplant. You can't help them because there are no available organs that can be used to save their lives. The sixth patient, however, will die without a particular medicine. If he or she dies, you'll be able to save the other five patients by using the organs of patient six, who is an organ donor. What do you do? Your options. Keep patient six comfortable, but do not give him the medical care that they need and save the other five patients. So let's save five patients with one death? Yeah. It's, it's basically the trolley thing of like, are this you going to let one person die and save everybody else? Exactly. I'm going to I'm gonna help the five patients. You can you could save patient six and then, yeah, the other five Yeah, I'm letting the one guy die and save the other five, especially because if he's an organ donor, then it's like, well, yeah. you signed up for well, this. Well, let me yeah. read the second option. No complaints here. Let, let me read the, the second option reads, save patient six and let the other five die. It's unfortunate, but that's not your call to make. No, I'm going to go I was, with the, I was going to say, if I'm a doctor, I can't, like, my job is literally to keep someone alive i can't just not well, give somebody the medicine yeah, because yeah honestly, that's maybe, also maybe, true maybe legally it wouldn't pan out well like from you. a hippocratic oath perspective it's sure. like what are you just gonna let this guy not have his medicine and i'm, gonna, fucking go, die? I'm looking I'm for gonna, it i'm looking for it <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna if i'm just like ignoring the oath just like principle wise i'm gonna go with saving the five yeah from a sheer like many versus the few so you're thing. a doctor in this <laughs> Well, yeah, the again, scenario. Me, Consider the scenario. But to, me in rea- but to me, in reality, the doctor probably wouldn't be able to make that five safe five choice. I don't think that you'd so be you, able to. So you're saying keep. So I'm, you're saying, saying... I'm saying I wouldn't have a choice in real life. But if you're giving me the choice here, I would save the five. Well, we're doing real life, so. No, but th- that would defeat the point of the game. That would just be like, I, in reality, there's only one choice. You have to just treat the one guy because mm. you can't kill the one guy, leave him dead. I'm gonna say kill six and save the other five. Yeah, kill, me too. Kill six, save, save five. Say keep. You say keep. And again, it also is highly dependent on like who these people are. Because if it was like five eighty-year-olds and like a twenty-year-old oh, woman, then it's like I'm le- I'm giving the twenty-year-old woman medicine and the five eighty-year-olds like you know they can all go to hell. They all they can all burn. <laughs> they can all, you've had a good run. They can all you rot six feet under. Organ, they can all be worm food. But like if you were if it was like an eighty-year-old dude and then like a bunch of kids, then it's like well what sorry grandpa. So thirty-six percent of people would keep patient six comfortable. And but, save five? And save five. 60, what? 64% of people... Would let five die. Save patient six and let the other five die. I think that is the more realistic answer, yeah. but I'm saying mm. fuck that one guy and save the other five. Yeah, of course. Well... Bitch. Uh, I skipped the one stupid one. I don't know if you guys want to hear it or should we just... Let me like, hear it. Let's hear it. Okay. What time is it? It's late. 11.30. Mm. This is the one that I skipped. Your family's vacationing alone on a private stretch of the beach with no lifeguard. Your daughter and your niece, both seven, are best friends and eager to get into the water. You caution them to wait until the... Was that a fart? Oh, okay. This is a drowning situation. You caution them to wait until the water calms some. That's actually how they write it. Wait till the water calms some. Comma. Why do you always like minimize? Well, I just you always okay. minimize. I said K is because I was listening and taking right. in what you were saying. All right, uh, your son. So you soon. So they go. They sneak off and they they defy you and they go swim anyways. You soon hear screams of distress and find them both caught in a strong current. You are the only swimmer strong enough to save them, but you can only save one at a time. Your niece is a very poor swimmer and likely won't make it much longer. Your daughter is a stronger swimmer, but only has a fifty percent chance of holding on long enough for you to come back for her. Your options. Save your daughter first. You know your niece will probably die, but you can't bear to lose your child. Save your niece first and hope your daughter can hold on long enough for you to come back. Daughter. 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 You know what's so (laughs) stupid about this situation? Yeah. Is that like... There's no lifeguard? None of us are are parents. 
but like if we were parents what i've heard from parents yeah. is that you you would that's not even an option no brainer yeah. like this is your child like the connection is so mm-hmm. like even if you love your niece it, it doesn't even compare to yeah. having your own child so yeah. to me, it's, it's like, like you're gonna go and like you're not even ra- yeah. in rational mode. No, you're like just like my child yeah yeah daughter i think 90 like 80 percent would say 39 39 percent of people save the daughter 39 save the daughter 61 percent save the niece yeah, it's like fucking stupid. <laughs> it, makes, it makes. I mean, given the context of the question, it makes sense. Yeah, Does it? Yeah, you leave your daughter's life to a coin toss. You know what it is, though. You it's a. Toss. It's a coin. T- Patrick, you know what it is. You know. Oops, that's actually not pretty Patrick, high. Patrick, you know what it is. <laughs> you know what it is. <laughs> He's looking away from you and laughing. I'm looking away from both of you laughing just because of Malcolm saying stuff and then you being like so fired up, like oops. Dude, I, like, I know. What? I know what's going on here. <laughs> Wait, you guys want. You guys want to know what's going what's on here? What's going on here? Parents don't use BuzzFeed. So everyone who's, everyone who's answering it is like 20 or whatever. Yeah, it's like, oh, that. like odds wise, like, you know, I could, I could maybe hope that. maybe both will survive. But, but also, but also 50% is not high. Not Let's high. not act like 50% is a high odds. Point toss? Yeah, but the, Malcolm, if you went to a surgery, no Malcolm, if you, yeah, would you go into a surgery that said 50%, 50% chance you're going to live? If you're, if you're like your parent, if you're like, yeah, 50% I might die or I might live. And it's like, oh, there's a pretty good chance. It's like, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's like likely you will die. Really you know what I, you know what I think? I feel I always consider myself unlucky. So if someone was like 50 50 you're gonna die, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna die. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm I'm gonna absolutely die. Say your goodbyes. Yeah, yeah. Like the odds that I'm gonna live are just fucking yeah, oh not happening God. for me. Uh, but yeah, so um, moral dilemma. Yay. Whoa. Okay, so I was thinking recently about the kind of environment I want to live in when I'm older, mm. not necessarily a house or apartment or anything like that, but like my bedroom. So there's different, I guess, like schools of thought with how you want your bedroom to be organized, whether you want a minimalist look or you want like kind of more of like a cluttered filled with cool shit everywhere type mm. thing. And the, the older I get, the more I want it to, the more I want my space to be very simple. I want to have a work desk. I want to have my television, for example, a bed, uh, a, like um a lamp and like ve- very minimalist i like when things are like super minimalist and clean and like not cluttered because to me clutter stresses me out so i kind of i kind of imagine a space that's like very neutral colored and very like sparse i don't like a bunch of tchotchkes everywhere even though that's what my room looks like now because growing up i loved funko pops and i have a bunch of these figures and stuff like that i don't mind having a few because it looks clean and stuff but like to me that sort of smushing a bunch of posters and shit everywhere i don't like the way that looks i did it growing up because i was like you know into it so but anyway i want to ask you guys like how you feel about minimalists versus kind of like collage of stuff and how you want your spaces to look when you're when you have your own place do you want your house furniture to be very kind of like sparse and not or do you want things to be very concentrated and bright colors and like or you want things to be very simple i guess i kind of want like i want a simple room but i like the cluttered look of having a lot of things in there mm. like when i think of the kind like a kind of dream room if i had a room right now i would have it be like really dark mm. it would have a lot of plants mm. everything would be wood i'd have like a couple chairs i'd have like my record corner for like listening to records like a little hangout spot there i'd have like my desk i'd have a lamp i'd have like a bookshelf i had like a big bed frame wait he, wait are, is this like present? I'm mean, no. I'm just asking like your hypothetical future room or house. Your future room is gonna have all that shit in there. I'd like it. You're to. not gonna. Or, have a, you're not gonna have a house. It, it doesn't have to be a bedroom. It could, we could be talking about your house 
inter- your interior designing how like of of your house in general. Like to me, I want my whole my whole house, my whore house. I want my whole house to be <laughs> very. I want it to be very simple and very like kind of like the parasite house. I know I've talked about this before. It's like very sleek and it's like minimal in its in its items. I don't want a shit ton of stuff everywhere. I and I don't like the look of like. I don't like that. No. I don't like. If, if, I feel like I'm walking into like. Like uh, a hospital or something. No, no, hospital. I, I feel like, problem I with feel like what you're saying. It doesn't feel for a lot of people. They would say that my current my idea isn't home. Yeah, home. the problem I, I with feel like, like too minimalist and too like sleek and all this is it starts to just feel like very sterile. Like I'm in a fucking sure. like, doctor's but, like, office. I'm not to, home. Me, I feel, to me, it doesn't have to be like glass sleek, but it it has to be minimal. That's my point. Because I know we talked about. I think I talked about at some point like home decor as, an, as a topic. Yes. But this is not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about. Can you pull up like minimalist versus minimalist house versus. And then it'll say some other the other option, whatever they call it. Right, room, because you're talking about rooms, right? Sure. Minimal, minimalist room versus. Can you do versus? Uh, and see what comes attention. up. Look at this. Look how. Yeah, I want some sweet, cool shit like that. That it, it, it makes me feel peaceful just looking at it, dude. Can you search up versus on the top and see what comes up? Non non minimalist. Versus maximalist. maximalist. There you go. There you go. So basically, sure. it's like homey bunch, home, very comfy bunch of shit. Go to that. Go to that one in the middle with like a bunch of colors and the gray and yeah, like the one lower, like some shit like that where it's like very paintings. Go to the one to the one right and then one up. Yeah, see that. that the I mean, one that, on the that, left that, there. Like I don't. Really... I don't mind the one. On, I mean, I don't like the design of, and I don't like, like the, the style one. of everything there, but I like the idea behind it. Like but I like having mm. a lot of stuff. I don't like, like that. having a lot of. St- that, that's what it comes down to to me. I don't want to have a lot of stuff. It makes you feel comfortable. The one on the right. The one on the right is literally like a cave. So that that to me is not. <laughs> that doesn't represent minimal to me. Like for example, can you go to that bottom left one with the pink poster? Yeah, that to me is like I think that a lot of a lot of Gross. pots and a lot of. I mean, the like giraffe painting is a little much. Sure. But um. <laughs> or what about that blue one up there? What about that black painting on the wall? That, yeah, see, yeah, that's that a good example paint. of like very like colorful, very packed with stuff. Versus like simple. I want to make it clear that I do not like a maximalist sure, like sure. that. And okay, this looks okay, terrible. I don't know. To me, it's just I would want my room to be basically what it is now, where it's like I got a couple bookshelves, my bed, and a desk, and that's it. So pretty minimal. Like it's minimal in terms of like the layout, of, yes. I guess, let's say, or the no, furniture. But I have like posters everywhere, like we do too. And like mm-hmm. I have on my bookshelves some like statues and figures, and then at the top, there's like a bunch of figures and statues and sh- shit or i have the shelf right above my bed mm. that like has all my mini godzilla figures on it kind of thing so it's like as a display piece to, to me what i'm thinking when i'm older is like i want to have cool posters and framed stuff but i want it to be quality over quantity now when, I, when i'm older right now it's just quantity i have like a million paper posters everywhere they rip easily i don't take care of them that well they're not like premium nice posters it's just like shitty ones you could buy at walmart um, or I bought them, buy them at the university, like, like campus. I want, I want the framed stuff, like the glass want, frame, like yes. like it's good material. Exactly. Well, it's I like the nice Godzilla thing. You guys got me yeah, the framed baby. one, where it's like that's the that's the best looking poster. Like, yeah. To me, in my room, right, that would be sick if you, when you have your own place to just have that as like a set, like a piece on the one wall. Yeah. Not like a million things on a wall. It to is me, the. It looks clean. I just have it minimal. It's the well, center of like attention. It. Sure, but I also because I have definitely mentioned before the idea of like that I have of the couple older or rarer comics that I do have, and then how like Marvel and DC lately have been like just doing reprints mm. of like old famous issues, and, like wanting to get those framed. That to me would be a thing of like. I would want a dozen of those mm. all framed and up on a wall, but not necessarily in a line, maybe just more like offset. sporadically. Yeah, just offset but you, but and kind of like. You still like you still like a kind of like 
not necessarily colorful per se, but you do like something that is like chock full of cool shit. Whereas to me, it's like I like very like I like some cool things, but I want it to be very plain. Generally, mm, I just yeah. feel like I just feel like living like there's that phrase that's like cleanliness is next to godliness. Have you heard that before? Mm-hmm. You never heard that. So cleanliness next to godliness, you probably get what it means. It's like the more clean you are, the more holy and pure. Mm. I think more things doesn't mean it's not clean though. Not necessarily, but to me, I associate minimalism with cleanliness. And to me, when things are very cluttered, even if they're organized well, it's just too much in one space. And it makes me feel emotionally like or mentally kind of like unclean. Like there's too much shit going on. Mm. So to me, it's like I do. Res- I, I, it hits me when I when that line of like cleanliness is next to godliness. I feel that because when I clean my room and I make my shit all minimal, it makes me feel like at peace. Like I'm I'm leveling myself up to a point of like, um, I don't know. It's just like peace. I just like it. Yeah. Michael just redid his bedroom. Sure. Um, and when I say he redid it, I mean Your our parents. mom did. Yeah. Um, so now he got, he, well, I'm not impressed about this because it used to be our room, but he made my mom basically like repaint over the way our room used to be what where color? it was like the bottom half of the room was blue and the top half was white. And then she had like painted the Maple Leafs logo mm. like onto the wall, but he painted all over that. So now it's like two basically like two gray walls and then like the back walls just black basically so mm. it's very dark like um that. and then he got a new bed mm. which kind of fits and then he saw something online next time you guys are over you have to see but it's basically like a bunch of thin strips of wood going up to the ceiling mm-hmm. in like kind of different lengths so it's almost well, like I, a pattern that that like kind of- and then like taking thinner planks and sticking them between some of them to use as shelves and whatever so now his room is just his bed like his desk and that's Mm. it yeah to me it's like i've always admired when people are just super simple with their shit like to me going home my room stresses me out it's very small and there's just too much shit in there i gotta throw stuff out there's like a million figurines a million posters um my shoe racks are kind of disorganized like i want like one long shoe rack and i want one bed and i want one shelf and i want one tape like i want things very simple i don't want I want to have the very minimal that I need. Mm-hmm. Like, to me, I just want to. I want to function over style. I guess. Mm-hmm. Well, I, sorry, go. I was just gonna say I like the idea of having all of my like fashion and like dress stuff in my room. Like, I have a mm. shoe. I saw it. Closet yeah. in my yes. room. Yeah. And in my future, whatever it may be in my future room, I want to have like my shoes and everything like just in up room? in my bedroom Dude, yeah you know what you know All what you know what stresses me out i just want to get dressed in there and then leave yeah <laughs> you know what to me it also reflects my minimalist like ideal is when in my room right now i have my uh my closet like my, my wardrobe and it has a bunch of sh- like t-shirts and stuff hung up mm-hmm. and button-up shirts and it's a kind of like a small wardrobe and i have too much shit and it kind of all bu- bundles together even though they're hung individually they kind of like it stresses me out looking at it i'm like shit i don't even know what to like mm-hmm. i wish it was like really long and mm-hmm. i had things evenly spaced out like a nice so i can even see the front of the shirt and i don't have to like pull it out yeah i would ch- love check. a huge closet right though. i want a huge walk-in closet so oh, i can dude. have my shoes my to me spaciousness combined with minimalism is the shit you mm-hmm. know i hear that anyway although i feel like i'm more of a mix of minimalism and mac you, you want it to be like balanced yeah, more balanced, I would say. Sure. Yeah, I would go more balanced because, I don't know, the thing, too, with the minimalism thing is I find, I guess it depends, and I'm sure there's ways around it, but I just like, I don't know, I like personality sure. in my room, I guess. But to me, I but feel to like me, you lose some of that if you're trying to make it, like, 
minimalist. No, no, like no, my no. brother and I's room, which was his room, had personality in the sense of like the Leafs logo painted on the wall and the colors of the room being like blue and white. And now it's just gray and black. Like but there's to, no personality me, in that. You can do minimalism me, with a personality. That's what I'm gonna say. To me, to me, it doesn't have to be black or white. To me, I can, I can do minimal, but again, only have like a couple of posters on a big wall, or I can have like, you know. A couple of figurines and a couple of things that represent my personality, but like not cluttered. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, it's not like necessarily one or the what? other. What's going on? Oh. That's good. I was just why were you staring really? at him? Yeah. Because he was being weird. Oh. Why was I being weird? You, why were you being weird? Yeah. yeah. We'll check it on the cameras. When anyway, I'm that's basically my topic. That's uh, basically. We don't, have to, we don't have to talk more about it. If you guys, I mean, if you guys have anything else to say, feel free. But I've kind of talked about my general idea. It's like. To me, I've loved the idea of minimalism. I see minimalistic rooms like on Instagram and shit. Sometimes it'll be like, "Oh, which room would you would you sleep hardest in the night?" or whatever, and it'll be like four different, five different examples of rooms. Yeah. And I've always loved the kind of like neutral colored, simple. Just like makes me feel at peace. I love it. Interesting. Yeah. I see those things too, and I see like some of them. Sometimes they have a caption of, "Which one would your man choose?" Yes. Mm. And I don't have a girlfriend, <laughs> but I always think to myself like, she wouldn't be able to pick like. Sure. I always see like these are I always think like, oh, these are all kind of cool in their own way kind of thing. Sure. But it's interesting that you have like your own I just feel like the sort of yeah. vibe that you're looking for. I think I can appreciate a cool ass looking room. Yeah. While whilst also not wanting it to be my room. Yeah. Like okay. I'm like, it looks awesome as hell. I wouldn't want to be in that every single day. Mm. Like it's so cool and colorful and but being there all the time I just get like sick of how in your face it is. Yeah. Yeah. Did you celebrate when I said I don't have a girlfriend? <laughs> what the, I was literally silent and just standing sitting. I thought I heard mm. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, well, that's that's that is my topic. Okay, cool. Then that's the show, folks. Yet again. Google Podcast. Google Podcast. Still not a, I haven't We're checked it on while. Google Podcasts. Um what, what like was I going to say? 2 million. 10 million. <laughs> 10 million. Um this has been yet another wildly adequate. Yes, Google Podcasts were there as well as platforms people actually use, Spotify, YouTube, the Instagram and TikTok for the socials. Uh check us out. Uh like, Apple share, Podcasts. subscribe. Apple Podcasts. How could I forget? Uh Logos glitching out. Yeah. Ah, God damn. It's okay. We're ending the show. I don't have the patience to fix it. Uh, does anybody have anything to get off their chests before we wrap up here? No. I do not. You gonna fart? Here we go. He's getting it off. It was silent. Oh, no, he shat. No, no, he shat. Crapped himself. Okay, so Patrick crapped himself. Okay. Anybody Socks else? Made Socks made a difference. Okay. I'm glad no one's gonna get that <laughs> reference going. Yeah. I, I guess that's it. I guess that's the show. Alrighty then. A goodbye. <laughs>